Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. There's a lot going on in the world right now, and The Skim is here to help you cut through the noise. Meet Skim This, a weekly podcast that makes it easier to understand how the news impacts you. We break down the most complicated stories of the week and add context and clarity to answer the questions that are on your mind. Subscribe and listen every Friday morning wherever you get your podcasts. Bet online. Sports are coming back. Yeah, so is your chance to bet with our exclusive partner, betonline.ag. MLB is back. NFL camps have opened. NBA's in full swing now, plus UFC. Lots of good UFC stuff going on on that fight island. Boxing, NASCAR. NASCAR's back. They limited the audience, the crowd, but uh, they're racing, man. And uh, no shortage of ways to get in on the action. Visit betonline.ag. Do it today. Check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the welcome back to sports bonuses they have. What you do is you visit betonline.ag, our exclusive partner at Podcast One. Don't forget, promo code Podcast One for your sign-up bonus today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. First, I'm thinking about, you said the rappers that I like. Is there something I would like to share with them? Okay. I would say always to find your multiple streams of income. Yeah. I would say know your part. Mm-hmm. Like, just because you want to be on the mic doesn't mean that you should be. Mm. And you should really find something that works for you. That's and stop real. forcing something into place that really ain't, you know, you're trying to fit a square into a round hole. That's real. Find whatever it is that really works for you and get out of the way and make room for the people that really that mm. really are gifted. This, this is not something you get better at. Right. I'm a diverse individual. All of this shit is real. Everybody's like, ah, what is it? Is he a family man? Is he a trapper? Is he a ladies man? Well, I'm all of it. All of it. I beat your ass, kiss your girl, and go tuck my kids in. And then I show up <laughs> and lead a march on the weekend. <laughs> it's all real. Real, real. This is Expeditiously. I am Tilt T.I. Uh-huh. Now, the following experience is not a test. The conversations and stories expressed on this podcast are meant to be an expression of purpose and truth. This show, properly entitled Expeditiously, is a free exchange of ideas and opinions. No judgment, no preconceived beliefs, no fear. You're encouraged to share your thoughts and ask any question as long as it's done with respect. And that's through true love and respect for others that we will change the world and speak truth to power, one show at a time. Now, without further ado, this is Expeditiously. I'm Tip T.I. Harris. What's happening, man? This is Expeditiously. I'm your host, Tip T.I. Harris. Uh, what we do here is we have relevant discussions to the community, the culture, and the generation with people who are relevant to the discussion. I am graced today by two women for today's episode, uh, and who am I to complain, I must admit. My first guest is not only a pioneer in the industry, but she helped open the door for future female hip-hop artists by daring to do what had never been done while doing something she loved. She was the first rap 
<clears throat> she was the first rap artist ever to perform at New York's historic Carnegie Hall, the first female rapper to ever receive a gold single, the first female solo rapper ever nominated for a Grammy, and in 2006 became the first solo female rapper to be honored and inducted on VH1's Hip Hop Honors. Please welcome the great, the legendary MC Light. Thank you. What's wow. going on? Wow. And alongside her uh, is a young lady who was named one of the twenty, one of the twenty hottest influencers in America by Urban Influence Magazine. Uh, she's an author, uh, entertainment executive, and celebrity financial coach with more than two decades of leading roles in the banking and real estate sales industries. She's featured regularly on the Steve Harvey Show and Access Hollywood Live, the Hallmark's Channel Home and Family Show, BT Networks, and more. Please. Welcome to Expeditiously, Dr. Lynn Richardson. Yes. Right now, so y'all bossing it up. <laughs> y'all bossing it up now. Y'all didn't come in here with no shabby introductions. Y'all got accolades now. Right, right. So, the, now, like, yeah. I, I mean, humbly, I must start with giving you the all of the well-deserved uh, salutations for, you know, being a trailblazer and a visionary uh, for hip hop, not just as a female, because you was just you was just dope. You know what I'm saying? And I think that uh, a lot of your your acumen led to challenging other people. Like you know, I know I know there are guys in your era like, man, you ain't gonna let a girl like rap you, are you? <laughs> and I'm sure that heightened their level of of expertise uh, to make hip hop help make hip hop what we know it to be today. How does it feel going from where you were when you first came out to seeing right now how welcomed and appreciated it is for female hip hop artists in the industry? Oh man, it feels it, it feels uh somewhat unreal actually mm. just to see where it's gone to. You know, we looked back when I came in in, you know, late 80s and then in the 90s, you know, I would look back at somebody like Shah Rock from the Funky 4 Plus One More and okay. say, you know, this was the first female MC that I heard on the mic, though she doesn't get to, in my opinion, participate in the finances, right? Mm -hmm. Because she came so early at that Got stage. You. And now where, you know, all of my school sits... There, yes, everybody's making money, but not the way that the female MCs that are coming out today right. are making their money. You right. know, they make their money on stage, whereas we make our money in various other places. Right. But it's just, um, it's phenomenal to see the groundwork that was laid and the flowers that keep growing mm. and keep growing. And I love that everyone's into variety. Yeah. You know, that's where we finally had to get to because, you know, we were stuck in a little space for a minute but yeah. now we've got this variety where you have everyone from somebody like cash doll to tiara whack right to, you know it's it runs the gamut and i love it it's it's refreshing to be able to see all of it man i mean with thanks to the work that you were that you were uh putting in early on in your career did you ever see back then the potential for for uh, mainstream female hip hop artists to kind of 
flourish and, and, and be like not just accepted but more celebrated more celebrated uh i think i think i was on to that already because okay. we had salt and pepper you know right, and they right. had push it and then they came back with shake your thing and you know they had many uh many of songs that were top you know top 10 hits sure and and then you know god's blessing i was able to do the same thing with keep on keeping on a sure. cold rocker party and um you know other poor georgie and poor georgie was one of my favorites thank you poor georgie was one of my favorites thank that was you a dope, very much that was a dope way to dope way to represent that sample yeah, uh, you know that sample was a part of my life with my uncle. Mm. He played D Train and Earth, Wind, and Fire, and you know uh, Tina Marie and Rick James and all of that. And he allowed me to play his records. And I remember that with Toto. And I'll tell you something interesting about that record is we made it, mm -hmm. and then we had to clear the sample after it was already released. Mm. You know what that means. Yeah, that means that you got you got you got raked over the coals. Oh yeah, yeah. They came yeah. in and they took it. They took the all of the publishing because mm. it was two samples in there, one Michael Jackson, one Diana Ross. So Joe Beck took mm. uh fifty percent mm -hmm. twenty five twenty five. And then Toto said, Oh well we want fifty. So mm. they took the whole hundred. So I'm glad that people enjoy that song. For me, it was <laughs> worth it. <laughs> It was worth thank it. Thank you for bringing up the fact that I didn't make any money on that song. Uh, thank you so much for pointing that out, Tim. Yeah. Way to welcome MC no, Light no, expeditiously. But, but it was worth it. You know, it was worth it because it means so much to people, that song right. specifically. So I'm glad that it. Uh, I sacrificed that in order to touch the people. Absolutely. And we appreciate that. Thank you. Um, what made you want to rap? Like, what was the first moment that you said, this is what I want to do? Mm. Um, well, it was something I definitely admired when I heard uh, Shah Rock, but it was mm. when I heard Salt and Pepper that I okay. was like, okay. Yeah. Uh, and that was a song called Showstoppers, okay. where they were dissing Dougie Fresh and Slick Rick. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my God, this yeah. is something. Okay, now I want to get into this. Right. And that's when I started writing in school. I mean, I was... I don't know. I, I was young. Right. And um, and then I became a part of a group. This guy that wrote rhymes for me, he put me with this other girl, and we were, we were sparkle and dazzle. <laughs> and the group was called Pure Elegance. Pure Elegance? Yes. Pure <laughs> Elegance. Okay. And... Yeah, what you got? I'm lost. So, Salt and Pepper came out before you? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, so, you were like 11 or 12, right? Yeah. When you first. Yeah, yeah. and they had Hot, Cool, and Vicious. Mm -hmm. mm. So, that, that was definitely before me. Hey, man, so we're going to take a pause in the conversation expeditiously so we can discuss this. Uh, bet online, all right? I know what you're thinking. We're currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB. You probably figure there's nothing to bet on. Eh, wrong. Our exclusive partner, Bet Online, still has hundreds of events, games, and props to rage on, all right? From their online casino to poker and blackjack as they're bringing Vegas to you now. You dig what I'm saying? If you're in the entertainment betting, 
You can still bet on survival, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices. Bet online, you understand? All open 24 hours a day and all online, you understand me? Visit the website or use your mobile device and join the day to receive your new welcome bonus. Bet online, your online wagering solution. Visit our good friends and exclusive partner at Podcast One. Bet online to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account. Make sure that you use that promo code Podcast One. your sign up bonus all right visit betonline.ag and don't forget the promo code podcast one p-o-d-c-a-s-t-o-n-e you that for your sign up bonus bet online your online sports book expert the first uh female artist that i can recall uh hearing is is salt and pepper uh roxanne Chantel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes um Roxanne came before Salt and Pepper too. Yep. Yeah, well, I mean, like I was a kid. I was mm-hmm. like, and I used to travel to New York every summer, and then I just would kind of like absorb all of what was playing on the radio, mm-hmm. the videos from the box, and so you know, I had a different experience at the time. I was kind of like spending time up there and mm-hmm. and and just soaking it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Queen Latifah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, 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 Three five seven, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and you guys, you know, like was there a tight community amongst you guys, or was absolutely there a fierce rivalry? No, not not whatsoever. And, well, I mean, of course, you had Roxanne Shante and the real Roxanne. Mm. They had their little, you know, beef. But in the early days. Um, I remember being at the New Music Seminar with La and Moni Love and Michi oh, Me out of Canada right. and Sweet Tea and Jazzy Joyce and Harmony and Miss Melody. And, right. Like it was, uh, we all got along. We it was we were too um, we were too much of a minority mm-hmm. to not gravitate towards one another Mm -hmm. and so and we all had something in common you Mm. know even the way that I met Latifah I was on the line at the new music seminar waiting to get my badge and I felt somebody tap me on my shoulder and I turned around and she said are you MC Light and I was like yeah she was like oh my god I love I cram to understand you Mm. she said I'm Queen Latifah and I was like Queen Latifah she was like the princess of the posse. I was like, oh, the princess of the posse, because I had already hung out a lot with uh, Postanus and True Goy. Postanus, I don't know. That's familiar. De La Soul. Okay. Those are the members of De La Soul. Okay, gotcha. And so I used to hang I out call with them. them. Plug one and plug two. Right. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> yeah, Postanus and True Goy. And what would happen is it was. A tribe called Quest before they even dropped a record, mm-hmm. and uh, wow. the Jungle Brothers, mm. and we will all hang out at this place called Leaders the Payday. School. They weren't formed yet. They weren't formed yet. Yeah, they weren't so, formed yet. Leaders of the New School was still. Yeah, in they the didn't new school. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because they all the leaders of the New School and Tribe kind of came out at the same time. Mm. So, so in any case, we would go to these parties and we would hang out, and so we were the only women. So we kind of gravitated like we're women that and we love hip hop. Not only do we love it, but we want to do it. We right. want to be a participatory in it. So I think now one thing that I can say, because uh, we brought up. 
uh, uh, Salt and Pepper, but it, Salt and Pepper kind of seemed like they were approaching it from more of a feminine perspective. Mm-hmm. You came out and was like, "Nah, I'm getting down. I'm getting down with the guys. Right. I'm getting down with y'all, uh, and I'm just as good as y'all." Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was a different level of confidence. Like, where do you think that came from? Well, there were two things actually happening. First of all, I was from Brooklyn, which Brooklyn is very <laughs> different from Queens. Let, let right me say on. that. I try to explain that to people when they know nothing about the boroughs. And um, I think somebody, I want to say Shine, at one point put it in a rhyme. It's like, uh, Queens, you say, come on, let's go. They got, oh, my nails, oh, my this, oh, my, oh, my. Brooklyn, you you say to your girl, it's time to go, and she out the door. It don't matter what she looks like. It's time to leave. So I was from Brooklyn, and... You know, the asymmetrical hairstyle, the big jeans, the big gold earrings. It wasn't anything I made up. I got it from Brooklyn. I was a product of what was happening around me, and it was all Caribbean culture. Uh. So you could see like a block in the Caribbean, Jamaica, and you would go, oh, that's how MC Light dresses. Like she dressed like a Jamaican. (laughs) Right. Or, you know, a Bahamian, Trinidadian, whatever. That was one thing that was going on. And the second thing was I didn't want people to look at me. I wanted to be heard. Right. I wanted to be on stage and I wanted you to be just into the vocals and not necessarily paying attention to what I looked like. And then many years later, when I was like, okay, I'm ready for them to know what I look like. <laughs> Sylvia Rome was like, uh-uh. You, I, I did a photo shoot the way I wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. And she saw it and she was like, mm-mm, you need to stay young for as long as you can. Go put them jeans on and go take that picture out in the street. And that's how we got the album cover to uh, act like you know. Mm. But yeah, so that, that's I really mean, where it stemmed from. Like, did you ever like? Did you ever get in ciphers and battle? You know what I mean. With um, I had one big battle at the world. Okay. And that was with Antoinette. Mm. And you know, quite honestly, it wasn't fair for her. <laughs> no, it, it wasn't because I had already had music out. Right. So I had a chance to build a bit of a fan base with a couple of songs prior to she and I having that beat. But how did you guys get paired for this opposition? Uh, I don't, you know, being naive, I would say it was purely by accident. Everybody mm. was there at the world that night, and it just so happens that we walked in there. But why would why would they say... Antoinette against MC Light. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. So prior to that, mm-hmm. <laughs> Milk and Giz had talked with Herbie Lovebug, who, okay. is, uh, who was Antoinette's producer at the time. Milk and Giz, Audio 2. Audio 2. Yeah. Right. Top billing. Top billing. 1989. Yeah, yeah. Right. So they talked with Herbie Bug and said, we want you to do an answer to this record. Mm-hmm called Stop Illin because we knew for a fact that back in the days if you did a diss and somebody did an answer it would give longevity to both of the songs oh you guys knew that even back then we knew that back oh, then oh man I thought that was some new <laughs> shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah no we, we knew that back then and so it was Herbie's love, Herbie Lovebug's job to do the Stop Illin, which he said he would do. Mm-hmm. And it just was taking a really long time, and so the guys kind of forgot about it. 
And we were in Boston, and we were riding home to New York City, and we put on WBLS, and we heard this female rapping. And in the song, she says something about your bodyguard. And that's a known line in Top Billing. My bodyguard. Your bodyguard, too. You know, like... Mm -hmm. And so they felt instantly offended and was mm. like, oh, who the hell is this? She's dissing us, you know. Mm. You mean that I got a great big bodyguard. Right. Step up if right. you want to get, get hurt. hurt. Yeah, Milk, okay. he's going to pull the skirt. So, so, she, so she just took the bodyguard line or did she persist with the rest? She said, it? no, she said something about your bodyguard. Gotcha. Right. And so, so they, they, they automatically felt this is aimed and directed at us. Right. This is a missile. Right. <laughs> and she's a woman and they're right. men. And so what do they do? They look at me like, you got to diss her. Isla says you up. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Literally, we went to the studio that night on Murray Street, a studio called INS, which is infamous for a lot of hip hop records back in the days. And we were in there all night mm. recording a diss to her. So, of course, now that disc comes out. And she has to respond. She has to. She Now she has to take the energy that she was putting towards her own situation. Mm. Now she has to defend herself mm -hmm. against some somebody that's dissing her, and she don't even understand why. Mm. Um, so that's how that battle began. And so not too long after, we wound up at the world. Mm -hmm. And so she did that song, which turns out we're friends now. We talked. She said she never was dissing them. Well, that's, that's very, very good news. But mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you something. I wound up, like, maybe 10 years later, dating a guy that wrote the rhymes oh. that dissed me. What? Isn't that something? But the reason why I say that's important is because sometimes when somebody writes something for you, mm -hmm. they're using you as a via to diss whoever they want, but you are unaware. Mm. It at the, yeah, so the writer may have had, you know, he some did. Kind of he told me I dated him. <laughs> so he wow. was very what do you clear. Think made him. What do you think? What did just you know because they was the hot cats at the time. Yeah, and, yeah, okay. and they were supposed to get dissed, but it was supposed to be stop illing. Uh, Remember, it was supposed yeah. to. They talked to Herbie. They said, "Come with a diss. Call it stop illing. Gotcha. It'll give more life to top billing." Mm. But he didn't do it that way. He did it another way. He told someone else to do it. He had Antoinette do it. He sent he sent a shooter. Mm. <laughs> now speaking of what you you mentioned you mentioned uh, about when you write well have people write for you mm -hmm. at that present moment in your career were you writing your own music? I was at that time in my career. Um, really, what I had was a book that I had started writing in in 1982. Mm. It had rhymes and poetry, and when I went to audition for First Party Music, it was in a studio, and I opened up the book, mm -hmm. and I just started saying stuff. And one producer said, oh, I got that one. one like Paper Thin. Paper okay. Thin was a poem. Oh. I said it, and King of Chill said, I got that one. Okay, cool. Like, if you notice, it doesn't even have a hook. Yeah. And it's one short verse and one long verse. Right. And then with... Um, 
I crammed to understand you. I did it the first night I went to the studio. Mm. And uh, Milk had a Tascam. He had a four-track. And he had this beat machine, and he made the beat right there while I did I Crammed to Understand. So everything from that album came out of that book. Mm. Yeah. Well, wow. I would be remiss if I did not say that uh, Dr. Lynn mm -hmm. and MC Light are not only friends and sisters, but you are both in business together. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So you were just appointed uh, president of MC Light's Hip Hop Sisters Foundation. Yes. Uh, and it seemed like it morphed from there. Tell us about how you and Light started working together. Um, I was born and raised in Chicago. My grandmother was 75 years old, cleaning homes for wealthy people, putting me through college. Mm. She taught me to go to school, get a good education, get a good job, go to church on Sunday, wear clean underwear in case you get hit by a bus. <laughs> you know, all of those things. Um, I went off to college, and I didn't know a lot about money. The only thing I knew about money was if I needed some, my grandmother would tell me to look in the closet on top of the shelf, behind the box, inside my pocketbook, inside the zipper, wrapped up in a piece of paper towel, $20. You know, that's kind of how I grew hey, up. Hey, man, that's good. Big mama. That's big that's mama big advice. Mama. And um, so I get off to college. I had a very poor relationship with money. I got a bunch of credit cards, a lot of mistakes. I made that a lot of people uh, make. Fast forward, I get out into the real world. Uh, now I'm married, three children, white picket fence, all of that stuff. And no matter how much money I made, whether it was fifty thousand a month, eighty thousand a month, ninety thousand a month, mm. I was always broke. Mm. Always broke. I call it living check to Monday. Mm. You see, check to check is a blessing. That means you get paid on Friday by the next payday you broke. But check to Monday means you get paid on Friday. You kick it on the weekend. You pay on your past due bills, and by Monday you're broke. Damn. And I was, yeah, I was devastated because I thought that the answer to not having enough money was to get more money. And so I went on to become a radio show host in Chicago, helped a lady with four bankruptcies and two foreclosures overcome our credit issues. I'm helping all these people get their money straight, and mine was jacked up. So I hit rock bottom. Yep. Mine was okay. jacked up. Okay. Hit rock bottom and uh, wound up working for J.P. Morgan Chase. Um, blew up the division, wound up doing like $36 million on an initiative that had only done $3 million. Now I'm the golden girl. I'm still broke, still trying to figure <laughs> out how am I going to get out of this. So one day I decided, literally in a meeting where I was supposed to go over my three- to five-year business plan mm -hmm. and tell all the division how I was going to do it, I said, I'm going to spend my time helping people remove money as a barrier to God. Mm. I said that in this big corporate meeting with a lot of white people. They were like, what did she just say? I was like, what did you just say? Mm. <laughs> Left the company that day, literally opened up a magazine. I saw Russell Simmons, Jay-Z, uh, Susie Orman. I saw them talking about get your money right, and I said, that's supposed to be me. Mm. So I wound up uh, getting home that night to Chicago Sending, finding a, a phone number and an email for Russell Simmons' office. Wound up sending an email, all of that stuff. I gave them to the next day to call me back. They didn't. So I harassed <laughs> them. And uh, by the time I finally got a meeting with Russell and Dr. Chavis and Valicia Butterfield, I went into the office and I told them that I thought that Get Your Money Right was good, but their sponsors were Anheuser and at Anheuser Busch and Chrysler. And I felt like black people didn't need more cars to drive, nor that they need more beer to drink while they're driving them. <laughs> I started talking about ways to build wealth because in our community, 
rich people stay rich because they act poor. Poor people stay poor because they act rich. We're backwards. So I just wanted to be a help. And they asked me to run a national program Mm. that day. Um, that day. That day. Mm. I I just went there to be on stage. You didn't waste and no to, time, did you? Let me tell you. And, <laughs> and so they said, well, okay, you run the program. So I wound up uh, running this huge program for Russell Simmons. And then when Valicia Butterfield left and went to work for Obama, um, they asked me to run the company, Hip Hop Summit Action Network, which was responsible for, you know, quiet in the East Coast, West Coast beef, all that stuff. So I had heard uh, MC Light speak at one of our Get Your Right Money Right initiatives. Mm -hmm. And I thought, wow, she's like inspirational. I I wasn't really um, thinking about her as a lyricist. I was thinking about her as she spoke and she made people feel inspired. And so once I was working on the program, I reached out. And I asked her, I saw her tweet something about Hip Hop Sisters. Mm -hmm. And I I asked her, did she want to start a foundation? Because what I realized is I was a wife, I was a mother, I'm a minister, I'm, you know, president of this. But before all of that, I was and always will be hip hop. Oh, And uh, that's just it. All right, sister. uh, (laughs) Yeah, always will be hip hop. (laughs) So I thought, wouldn't this be great? And so she, I sent her that message. She didn't respond. If you haven't you recognized, I, uh, yeah, she didn't respond. So I sent the same exact message. Let the word again. have it comes easy. <laughs> I sent the same message. I tell people, if you want something, you got to keep going, but hey, you can't right, be baby. too much of a stalker. Like, you can't be a crazy stalker. You got to keep going. You got to, you got to be a good stalker that don't scare the people off. So I was a good stalker. I, I sent stalker, her the baby? message. Am I a good stalker? <laughs> <laughs> and um, so she responded. And... We met at uh, Michael Jordan's Invitational, I think, that year Mm -hmm. in Vegas, Mm -hmm. and I rolled out a plan for her. And I really wanted to take everything that I was doing at Chase, and I I was building this division of this already multi-billion dollar company. I wanted to take all of that acumen and put it behind people. Mm. And I thought if I could help light and folks like her and Lil Mama, who we manage, and Yo-Yo, and that they could then become an empire. Right. And so 30 days into working with Light on the Foundation, she asked me to, well, she says I asked her. I say she asked me. <laughs> semantics. She yeah. asked me, did <laughs> I need semantics. help? Did, did yeah. I need help? Or in any other areas of that. the business. Yes, and I like, said, yes. absolutely. You, you probably said yeah. something like, you know, anything I could ever do, just let me know. Well, as a matter of fact. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's, that's probably pretty it. much how that it happens. sounds right. <laughs> right. And so within about a week, about two weeks after that, I was running her whole mm-hmm. thing. Her whole. That's a lot of trust. Let me tell you, I, I always say to her. So, first of all, I was number one at Prudential. I was five years away from retiring. I, was, I, I wasn't dreaming anymore. I was living out my dream, and I just wanted to help people. Manifestation. Mm. Yeah. So, to, for her to ask me or for us to come to a place where she wanted help and I wanted to help. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, it was amazing. Mm. And what I told her is, because in the beginning, I I didn't want a salary. I didn't want to get paid. I just wanted to help and show her what her empire could be after having been in the business for 20-something years. And um, I told her, I won't quit, Mm. and I will will help you. And that was it. But I Mm. always still say, I, I am 
just amazed because you trusted me. Like mm-hmm. you chose to let it happen because so many people block and destroy themselves. And so, you know, fast forward seven years later, Hip Hop Sisters Foundation has given away $1 million in scholarships. Awesome. We've had, let me tell you, we have four black women who graduated on $100,000 MC Light scholarships. Mm. We've had our first two young men graduate on $50,000 scholarships. We've got two more in college. But more so than that, we've built an empire. Mm. And where Light is now doing all the things that she's always wanted to do with mm-hmm. the infrastructure, with staff, with right. people. Right. Now we fight like cats and dogs. Let's Oof. be clear. Because <laughs> she's an artist. You got to get shit done, human. man. You got to get shit she, done. She's, she's an artist. Somebody has to be the visionary. And I'm human. Somebody has to be the Because I'm like, artists are from another planet. So you like gotta, Venus. You got to you gotta, you gotta, you gotta conceive yeah. the vision. <laughs> you have to yeah. execute the vision. I always yeah. say, I'm the quarterback. I just need somebody to take the ball yeah. all the way down and score. Yeah, yeah. but we just need one ball because right. that's all we're going to do right now. <laughs> she want to throw the football, then we're going to do this. So. Yeah, I, that's how I am. I know. That's how I, it's I artists. Yeah. I mean, it's I, got, artists. I, I, I can't, but no, like thoughts, but good, thoughts and ideas keep me up. Like yeah. they, yes. I can't, you know what I mean? Like problem solving is, you know, See, a problem is never the problem. The lack of a solution is a problem. There you go. What you come on? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what, yes. So I know yes. every time, everything in my life, I know the universe is giving me, I already put everything around me mm-hmm. that I need mm-hmm. to get where I'm destined to go. There you go. Because right. a lot of time, you know, in life, we, 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 we spend a lot of time looking for foreign objects and distant places and yeah. everything you need is already right there. Mm-hmm. It and it's up to you to be it's in the now right to recognize You that. have to identify yeah. what's missing, mm-hmm. what, what is available, mm-hmm. and how to access what you have available to yeah. you and pull from it what you need to get where you're going. Right. Yeah. Like, that's your only, that's it. Yeah. You know, yeah. even whether you need a car, you have everything around you, that you already, everything is already there. Yeah. You know, you might not like the things that are around you that are there, but yeah. it's inevitably going to get you to the goal. Yeah, it's for there the you purpose. You know, it's for the purpose. And a lot of times, you know, the solution doesn't come in the the manner in which we, we think it should. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know what I mean? So I, so we got to, so sometimes we want to listen to our own thoughts and ideas yep. of what we thought should happen. Instead of accepting, okay, well, this must be, this is what the way. Supposed to be. Well, you know what's so crazy is I, I, I don't realize what a huge step it was until you say it's a big step. that it was a big deal that I trusted you. First off, it, it probably was an act of desperation. <laughs> right? It I was desperation. That. and it that's was how Tamika knowing- ended up with me. <laughs> uh-huh. It was act knowing that I actually prayed. I prayed. I said, God, send me someone that can help me mm. take this to the next level. I've gotten as far as I'm going to be able to get, mm. on, you know, by myself. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, you know what? I can't even say by myself because I've had other management, but that management had also hit a plateau. Yeah. And, you know, with these ideas that sprue mm-hmm. or spew, when when someone you're working with can't, they can't keep up with when they these try ideas. To talk, when they're trying to talk you out the idea. Yeah, they're yeah. trying to contain instead, it. Right, yeah. Instead they of don't finding know what they're a way doing. to They're trying to compartmentalize it, it so it fits into right. what their expectation of you is right. instead right. of understanding. Well, the You've surpassed thing. their expectation. Hey, man. It's spring. Sun is out. 
temperature is perfect. The breeze is blowing. Flowers are blooming. The grass is growing. And it's time to mow your lawn. Thanks to our sponsor, Manscaped. You can trim the hedges below the belt safely and efficiently. Now, uh, those of you who did not know, I'm talking about your balls. Yes. Manscaped is the only men's brand dedicated to below-the-waist grooming, okay? They have forever changed the grooming game with their Perfect Package 3.0. Precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. You dig what I'm saying? The Perfect Package 3.0 kit come with the essential lawnmower. 3.0 waterproof cordless body trim and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your manscaping routine. Hey, listen, man. Anybody interested in trimming the hairs on your balls, man? You want to do it in style. You looking for a new grooming device for yourself. Holla at manscaped.com. You understand what I'm saying? And when you do that, you can get yourself 20% off plus free shipping with the code TIP at manscaped.com, man. You understand that? Do yourself a favor. Always use the right tool for the job that one wasn't bad either this is the perfect package for the perfect package go to manscaped.com right now man order yourself the manscaped uh 3.0 kit you dig what i'm saying get 20 percent off of free shipping when you use the code tip at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off with free shipping at manscaped.com all right don't forget to use the code bro tip all right, it's spring cleaning, partner. Manscaped.com, man, you know what I mean? If you're looking to trim your ball hair, you may as well do it in style. One mm. of the first things that I did is I helped, like, set up an empire and an em- enterprise that could that would work without me, mm. which, you know, most people don't do that. They will make it work to their benefit and only to their benefit. Mm-hmm. But I showed you in the very beginning how to make it work without me, how to grow, how to have a chief operating officer, whoever that person was. Here are the limits. Here are the caps. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, I think working for Russell Simmons first in this business mm. prepared you. It prepared me for that, but it, it made, from, as from my perspective, you were limitless. Mm-hmm. And so when... I was working with your team in the beginning and they were like, well, no, we're not going to do that. I was like, why? Mm -hmm. Well, she's not there yet. Well, we got to treat her like she's already there. We can't wait till she get there to treat her great. We got to treat her great here. That's right. So I treated Light and her company and what she stood for the same way people treated Russell Simmons because I saw the difference. Mm -hmm. I saw the difference in you being female and him being male. Mm -hmm. And then I saw the difference in whatever the world decides the value that they place on monetary value Mm -hmm. or your net worth or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I started operating with light day one as if she was already at that level. Mm -hmm. And so everybody kind of had to step up. And so, you know, the, uh, what I think I'm most proud of is then you kind of passed the torch and you switched it around a little bit because now we help people get their money back. Mm -hmm. You know, we spend a lot of time now doing financial empowerment and I try to help people understand the more money you make, the more the IRS will take. Mm. So we teach financial literacy and financial education and how to hire your kids and your home-based business so you can write off the money that you were giving them to pay for other things. Absolutely. Now you get that money back. So you have been just an example of the, what it another is. Another glorious <laughs> benefit Thank from you. Family Hustle. That's yeah. right. Another glorious benefit yeah. to mm-hmm. be able to hire your children. Mm-hmm. 
Hire everybody. Everybody get a job. Nobody every, gets. Yeah, uh, she said nobody free gets check. free money. Nobody yeah, gets free and, money. And write off. And write off your mortgage. You write off your. Yeah. You know See, what I mean? Now, talking what I'm talking. Right. You write off every. At least a portion even, of it. Right. Because you're shooting the house. I'm absolutely shooting the house. Yep. You get to write off your mortgage, your light bill, your gas bill, your all your home office stuff. All your expenses. Yeah. And so we. What's great? And then you know I even you know instead of a Valentine's gift. I bought my wife uh, uh, got my wife a nice bonus. Oh, so you, know, you have what a bonus structure. There you okay. go. You know what I'm saying? No, <laughs> I say nobody. I don't buy. Huh? You weighing it on your wrist, dog. Come on, man. You got it on your wrist, dog. I have your finger. three children. Got it on your wrist and your ring finger, yeah. love. I have three children. Nobody gets birthday presents, Christmas presents, graduation mm. presents. Nobody gets. Everybody gets a bonus on their paycheck and then go buy your stuff. So now I get you know the what? money back. I aim, you go buy your stuff. I aim to be yeah. as progressive as you want. <laughs> I don't well, think you, my wife would allow it. Well, though. you know what? I think it's, it's a lot of people are trying to Structure. figure out how to get to the next level financially. And I tell you, have to spend less money. You have to get more money, but then you have to get your money back. Did you hear that? You got to get your money what back. What the first one? What the first one? You got to spend less money. <laughs> but when you get to a certain stage, like you should enjoy life like that. But then if you're going to spend it, can you get it back? That every time I spend a dollar, I say, can I get it back? I've never questioned that about myself because mm. of these ideas I have floating around okay. in my head. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know it, whatever I don't have, one of these will get it for me. Come on now. And I don't need all the money at one time. Yeah, I yeah. don't need $17 billion. They up here. There I can cash them out and get them when I need them okay. as, you know, as necessary. Mm. I don't really... Need, I don't need a billion dollars to mm. be honest with you. I do. I don't really need it. I don't, I don't need really it. need it. I want I don't it really to need do it. I take things. it. You <laughs> know what I mean? I don't really need it. I see it in my future, but I don't want it. Like it ain't like a number. As long as if a number is what it takes for you to be satisfied, you'll never yeah. be satisfied. You're right numbers about that. Go on forever. Right. You're right. right. You know what I mean, I don't really need no number. There's certain things that I want for myself and my family, mm -hmm. and whatever that. Yeah. adds up to then that's that's what I'm going for right I think for for me and for for I know the company Russell Simmons always says good givers are great getters mm -hmm. so we love to give back mm -hmm. so I, I want more to give back like right. I, right. I still drive a 2005 Mercedes Crazy. Well, listen, now, you know, but it looks I, good I know a guy good. now I know yeah. a guy and uh -huh. we can get you in some real no no uh -huh. she wants that car okay yeah yeah, yeah. No, she it's you, mint. Is it mint? First off, she don't even drive. We got to drive her twice down. Twice a year. She I drive her twice a year. Yeah. <laughs> she don't even drive. It's just sitting yeah. there, but it looks good. And her point. A 2005. Yeah, her point is, is she's not oh, smitten yeah, by the money that it takes right. to keep up with yeah. the Joneses I don't have to, to have that type yeah. of stuff. But if I can have more stuff to give to other people. Mm -hmm. Or like one of the things I did, we did in the company is we kept growing the company. I will hire people as opposed to taking a pay raise because mm. I figure if I hire somebody, I can help her grow mm -hmm. broader, wider, mm -hmm. quicker, faster than just me knowing everything and trying to get it all done. Right. Right. So it's stuff like that. Yeah. I think yeah. one of the greatest assets to this working relationship is the me coming into the understanding of the importance of insurance. Mm. So we have key man insurance. If anything happens, 
to either one of us, the company, the company can still, still move. Care of, yeah. Yeah. Yes, uh, insurance. It's funny you mentioned that. Yeah. It brings me back to a piece of Atlanta history. Okay. Uh, there's a gentleman by the name of Alonzo Herndon. Mm-hmm. Alonzo Herndon was a barber. Mm-hmm. He cut hair, but only white hair. Mm. Okay. Was he white? No, he was not. Oh. Yeah. No, he was one of us. Did he not know how to cut black hair? No, no, no. It was oh. a, it was a it was a strategic move to get him in the rooms, hearing the conversations gotcha. about the things mm, that were wow. being held away from us. Mm-hmm. So he cut white people's hair, and in there he found out different things about you know uh, financial literacy mm-hmm. and different areas of entrepreneurship. One thing he identified was that there was no insurance mm-hmm. for black people. Black people didn't have insurance. That's right. Uh, and so what he did was one of the guys, I guess, who hair he cut, uh, they they sold or managed or owned an insurance company, something like that. And he basically brokered a deal with them where he white labeled their insurance and offered it to black people. Gotcha. On, like, you know, Alonzo Herndon insurance yeah. for us. You uh, know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he he became one of the largest you know entrepreneurs in in mm. in the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Alonzo right. Herndon built like you know how when you go to Atlanta, a lot of people say, you know, it's just a different vibe here. It's a lot of it's a lot of black success. It's mm-hmm. a lot of entrepreneurs. It's mm-hmm. a lot of people who expect to be great. Mm-hmm. That came from people like Alonzo Herndon. I love that. When you spoke on insurance, I, I just saw the things, or should I say the tables, they don't want us to pull up there you a go. chair to. Come on now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, but 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 mm-hmm. even still, yeah. long before we even thought of it, there were already people mm-hmm. who were already working toward pulling up a chair there. I mm-hmm. love it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just want us to learn how to pass our wealth on to generations so that but when we talk about insurance to, absolutely mm-hmm. now that's the thing that to mm-hmm. make sure that the, the, the next generation is is set up in a better yeah. position than you were and yeah. that's how most of them acquire their wealth mm. through insurance through insurance I, insurance and then annuities well see the thing about money. insurance man every time we have an insurance claim they try and just you know create contingencies and reasons not to pay me Oh, you right. talking about a different kind of insurance? <laughs> you talking about right. life insurance? Yeah, life insurance. Okay, yeah, that insurance. too. But yeah. I mean, yeah. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna know how that's gonna work out. That's on right. y'all. Yeah, y'all yeah. figure that out. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know how that's gonna work out for yeah. y'all. Good luck though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> have either of you found financial empowerment and money difficult conversations for women in particular to have? Uh, well, you know, probably amongst themselves. But I get to see them deal with the Medea of money, the financial expert, mm. which is Lynn. The Medea of money. The Medea uh. of money. She is a financial guru. Well, what? For, the answer to that question is yes. The very first time I was asked to speak to a group of women about money, it was uh, the top paid African-American women in the country. These were the senior vice presidents of all these major corporations mm-hmm. coming together. The average salary in the room was about $600,000 a year, and um, there were over 300 women in the room. So I was mm-hmm. invited to come and say the Susie Orman message. What you should do with your money. You should save. You should invest. And I couldn't. I got in the room, mm-hmm. and I told the story of growing up in the projects, living check to Monday, uh, trying to you know, living beyond your means, all that kind of stuff. 
And those women, the first woman, she was manicured, dressed nice, all of that. Her hands went up and she mm. started crying in the, the whole room. And, what, what's and you crying about? They were Man. crying because I was telling the truth that they were hiding. Whoa. So they were making money, but they were broke. Yes, indeed. They were making money and they were broke. And so I always go back to that day because, again, I was supposed to talk about investing and clean topics, but I right. just started telling the truth. And yeah. I think it gave them permission to start telling the truth. And so many... Do, Understand this. Black women are the most educated people on the planet. Absolutely. We have more bachelor's degrees, PhDs, than any other group of people. But we're the brokest. Hmm? We have the lowest net worth. The average net worth Hmm? of a black woman from age 35 to 50 is a dollar. 5,000. It's about Mm -hmm. 5,000. White Americans is 112. Asian Americans is 80,000, 90,000. Even Hispanic Americans are in the 15,000 to $20,000. Why is that? Because we don't own anything. We don't own anything. So here, here's here's what this you is own like. half of what any of your husbands own. That's what I see. That's just the start. Even right. You have your own talents, ambitions, uh, 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 and, and and your own ways to make a difference and create change within the world. But before any of that, mm-hmm. you have this. So I don't understand how that is possible with men dropping like flies left so and right. Black women buy purses and clothing mm. and shoes mm. and things. I, that I, see, my wife just value. she make me buy that shit for her, and she spent her money on mm. in, on but on property. This and is shit. what I keep telling you all: you all are very small microcosm of the planet. Like you Who? are. So, you, you celebrities. Oh, us. Celebrities. Oh, yeah, okay, celebrities, got you. Mm-hmm. And you, you, because you are the president of the company, you see all the emails that come in mm-hmm. every single day. I get emails all day. If you saw my emails, mm. people who can't pay their light bill, can't pay their this, can't do this, mm-hmm. like people are really, 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 really I struggling. thought she was got in my emails before. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> right, yeah. Like they're, they're sending, they can't. But at first, you know mm-hmm. what? At first I used to, I used to, I I discounted that for people being, dare I say, lazy. Mm. And this was back in, let's say between 2007 and 2014. I began to notice, like, whoa, motherfuckers fucked up out here for real. Mm. It's bad. It ain't like just because before, whenever somebody asked for money, the automatic assumption was they just want to get some wine they just want to get a beer they just mm. want to get some dope they mm. just want to now they want some it's kind of like man these folk yeah. really ain't got nowhere to go and nothing to do not because <clears throat> they own dope not because they uh 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 an alcoholic but because life just done thrown them too many curveballs mm-hmm. and then we don't they don't trust anybody so when she says i'm the Medea money like i'm literally I don't talk nice to people. I don't. I, you talk I, very I, nice I, I to love us. people, but I don't like them. I don't like people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking nice to y'all. That's a great place to be. Now, look, I love people, but I don't like them. And literally, like one day, one You're lady, sitting. she's emailing back and forth. I don't have any money. I need to try to figure out, okay, pay $49, get in the coaching program. I don't have $49. You lying. You're a cynic. You're lying. That's You're exactly, lying that that's exactly what I am. Yeah. I expect the worst from people. No, 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 no. I don't expect the worst. They're giving the worst. No, but They're I, saying I need, they need but help. after so long, yeah. you expect it. 
Everyone need credit, all right? Especially in the current health crisis. It's important to remember that credit history impacts major life decisions from car purchases, rental agreements, and home ownership. Plus, credit can help you both access products as well as help lower fees and interest in the future. Self gets you on the path to a positive credit history in three simple steps. First, apply for a credit builder account online or through the app. Second, choose the amount and terms to fit your budget. Each on-time payment builds your credit history. Third, once your account is paid off, you have saved and set aside minus interest and fees and a positive credit history to build on. Self is an accessible way to build your payment history. The single most important factor in your FICO score. Self reports to all three credit bureaus, so each on-time payment builds positive credit history for the future. Now, it's time for you to start building your credit history today with Self. And you can get started in just five minutes at self.inc. Slash T-I-P. That's S-E-L-F dot I-N-C slash T-I-P. Actually, I don't expect it, I which do. is why it pisses me off when they give it anyway. I do. I expect it. And, my, really? and listen, man, let me tell you, I have like a a three to five second rule, man. So and you what come needs up to, to me happen? in the first three to five seconds, whatever this is, mm-hmm. I'm either going to be intrigued enough and and just have a a, a genuine authentic mm. want need to listen right but after or 3 seconds I, man it's bullshit i'm mm. gone and most of the time 95% of the time i'm going to be right mm. 95 if you were to like for real she says that i'm an asshole Tamika <laughs> always says you've been such an asshole to people no People <laughs> no. are walking up to me saying things that don't make sense, and I am you basically, yeah. I'm presenting them back to me what they said. Like, mm-hmm. for instance, yeah. somebody come up to me, is that you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can't take it. Right. Um, no. Uh, she, as opposed to who else, bro? Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like, when, when people come up and uh, uh man, you look just I'm like- your favorite, I'm your favorite fan, or uh, 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 you my biggest fan. <laughs> Uh, I've I had that. They just nervous. They just nervous. Yeah, but I. Ain't, you see, he don't never take that into consideration. Oh. I, t- I talk to people. I, I I take that. I take my time. I say, <clears throat> you pick and choose. Well, my nah. thing is specifically people who come asking for help, and then when you tell them what they that they actually have to help themselves to, mm. then they don't. It's like, oh, I don't have any money. You're lying because you. Mm. They have to send in their. You buy your refund. You just spent. Come on, you buying your weed, you buying your reefer, you going out, you eating, you did, and that's that's what I say to them. I will pick up the phone and say you're lying. And your lace you lace forty dollars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, know, yeah. you spend more money on wigs nowadays. I do not. I you do spend not. more money on wigs nowadays. I ain't never seen nobody with such an illustrious head of hair. They want to go and get wigs to pull over their head. Just to change the color. We want to change up a little She's bit. She's trying to keep I it feel fresh, you, man. Yes. Yeah. yeah, we just want to change up. I think you know you like a blonde head. Just stop it. So, just stop so, it. so people yes, are yeah. struggling yeah. because they one don't have information. Two, when they get the information, they don't trust it. I always said if I was actually an alligator shoe wearing liar, mm. Mm. telling lies, you'd be I'd a have preacher. A, Oh, oh. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> he's telling the truth. You know, now I am a ordained minister. 
minister. Hey, man, you, now it's the difference like, between yeah. being a minister and being a preacher. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like now, a preacher. I always tell people, I, I don't think I'm church material because it's some stuff that I, I just can't get with. I, I feel like a preacher is like business. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's well, like being you know, church is a business. All of it Absolutely. is business. Mm-hmm. All of it. Is. And if you forget the business, you won't be open long. Yeah, you, uh, it is a business. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it just comes down to trying to do the right thing. So people don't have information, then they don't trust the information they get. Then they case in point. Okay, so this is how Antoine Walker, the NBA player, mm-hmm. was broke two years after leaving mm. the NBA. He had a hundred twelve million dollar contract. I remember Antoine Walker. One, what one, people don't understand is he had to pay fifty-five million. Yes, mm-hmm. he had to pay fifty-five million in taxes. Damn! But if you get the money on January first of twenty twenty, mm-hmm. taxes not due until twenty twenty one. That's right. That money is gone. He don't have that money now, and he had to pay twenty percent in management agency fees, maybe twenty five. Sure. So fifty-five million is gone, and one hundred twelve million. Twenty-five million is gone for Matt. So what he's left with. And then what he did, he bought a car for this one, gave this one an allowance. Nobody, so nobody knows how to actually keep the money. I mm. question. Yeah. I, I, I question in cases like that. Mm-hmm. If your management that you pay mm. 20% for did not make you aware of they the don't. fact mm. that. They don't. Well, see, then that I, now I'm going to raise my hand yep. at your request for mm-hmm. these commissions. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because you're not you're not adequately informing me or, or, or instructing me on how I should be. Like, you're yeah. not performing your managerial duties. Let me yeah. say Most of them you. don't. It's yeah. only a few of you But we all. pay them anyway. Mm. But it's only a few of you all. Well, that stops today. Uh, operate <laughs> mm-hmm. at the level that you all operate and Russell and, you know, whomever else. Russell is an majority. incredible mentor to so many, by the yeah. way. Yeah, I just wanna, I want to put that out there, man. For generations, he's yeah. been an incredible mentor to people and guiding uh, and leading by example yeah. on how how to create businesses and develop industries mm-hmm. out of our creations. Right. Very few of you have that level of acumen, mm-hmm. of, you know, gut, right. wherewithal to stand right. up to say, hey, the great majority of people are struggling and either participating in their own failure or watching other people fail and not saying anything. Like, it's just, mm. it's just messed A up. A lot of people, man, will rather rest comfortably within the expectation of their failure mm. push past there you go. that Ooh, That's the other thing. Wow. And have an actual chance to win. Yeah. The number of people that, so then they reach out for help. Mm-hmm. And then you say, okay, you can do it. No, I can't do it. Well, what you call me for? Well, right. Whether like, you believe you? you can or whether you believe you, you can't, can't, either way, you're you right. right. You're right. right. There you go. Yeah, you, what you believe will be. So what well, I, I still also believe think, mm-hmm. is that it's people like me who will keep staying in there and trying to convince people that they can. Right. And it is hard, but... And then also, you know, you are a teacher. Right? We call her the minister... Preacher. Preacher, gangster, teacher. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Minister, preacher, gangster, gangster, teacher. teacher. I like that. Yeah. I like it, It's going to stick. That that all... Dr. She Lee handles all of that. Minister, preacher, gangster, gangster teacher. teacher. All right, then. There you go. And and so, you know. Let the church say amen. Working with Lynn, um, you know, she's, like, extremely dynamic when it comes to taxes. Oh. And do so, tell. Yeah, well, yeah. Mm. Well, she's well, yeah. uh, followed mm. Sandy yeah. Botkin. Okay. 
and she'll tell you who Sandy Botkin is, but I am one who reaps the benefit mm. of that when it's tax preparation time. Because right. that's another thing accountants won't tell you right. is all of the things that you can write off that are legal yeah. and uh, ethical. And a lot of yeah. them, a lot of, a lot of your how do I say, business managers, yeah. if you will, money handlers, business managers, whatever. A lot of them, if they have an illustrious catalog of clients mm-hmm. and here you are with your little bitty, something. your particular yep. your discrepancy mm-hmm. and a challenge that you need help yep. with mm-hmm. that they could help you with if they just chose to write off certain things that they chose not to. Thank but you. They don't want to push the envelope Thank because you. they don't want to jeopardize all the, the other clients. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, see, that then shows me you're not operating with my best interest there you in go. heart. Mm-hmm. That's but it. for most of us, it's too late before we realize that. Mm. And, and and ain't nobody got the answer. Ain't nobody up under the gun but us. Well, I'm going to tell you, mm-hmm. the 2018 tax code changes that Uh-oh. people are now just experiencing when they filed their taxes last year, the the game is about to change and people are going to be struggling worse it's, than ever before. Well, listen, they, they clamp down really I, I, hard. I, I, unless you have a business. If you have a business and you know the rules. Mm-hmm. If you have a That's business it. and you know the rules. Because this is a guy I'm having. We I'm, write off everything. It's an exceptional tax time yeah. right now. Exactly. The present president. Yeah. Would you, if there's I tell anything, people. If there's anything to be. But. I, but, 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 but. 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 There is a but. Mm-hmm. Yes. Nothing is worth my self-respect and my dignity. There you go. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You can't. You can't. You can't pay me enough to where you gonna disrespect me there you go. and my culture if, and my heritage. If it were just about business, right? That would be fine. Absolutely. Yeah. But because we are people, yeah. Because we care about our people and our community, then it forces us into yeah. another. So scenario. when the tax code changed, it hurt the great majority, millions and millions of people. But it made life for us great. It's like... Yeah, and and what people don't really understand is Mm -hmm. for people like us who operate on this side of the business spectrum, Mm -hmm. and we speak out against the present administration... You gotta understand, we're not doing this shit for us, right? It's about the I'm people. I'm actually cool with this shit. <laughs> like this shit is not really that bad for me. Mm-hmm. But yes. it's not I just am about you. A true understander of what can happen to one can happen to all. Mm-hmm. There you go. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I'm not just gonna rest in the comfort of my luxury, mm-hmm. right? Uh, knowing that I have cousins, uncles, aunties, mm-hmm. brothers, sisters, People. nieces, nephews, children, yep. sons, daughters, they have to go out and, you know, they got to live in the world that we have accepted for there ourselves. Mm-hmm. And if go. we don't challenge the world and expect better results, mm-hmm. then they're going to be out there just living in bullshit. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. I think that, that to me is what you know, that's what pushes me toward making a difference right. more yeah. so. Right. It wasn't until my kids got to where they started leaving the house on their own with their own, like, things to do. Oh. All right, Dad, I'm going to the mall. All right, Pops, I'm going here. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going there. Then it's like, damn, these motherfuckers get pulled over anytime. I just started thinking about it. Okay, so I caught mm. my first case. I was 14. Now, quite, you know, quite naturally, he's not doing the things that I was doing. Mm-hmm. But... The climate is much different now, mm-hmm. so my my the, my heightened awareness 
began to increase at the time when my sons and daughters, like Neek Neek, she's 23 now, but like when she first started driving, I was like, damn, man, what's going to happen if she get pulled over? Mm, right. You know what I mean? And and, yeah. and then her mom got a pistol when she turned 21 or something like that, and she happened to have left the pistol in her bag and checked it into the airport, mm. and that caused for me to have to go get out of jail. But <laughs> the point but is... She got it. The point is... When things like that started happening, I yeah. st- I began to understand. Mm. You got all this influence, all this notoriety, all this. What you this, gonna do? Yeah, you mm-hmm. like, come on, man. What are you really doing? Are you just gonna earn things to benefit you personally? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because nobody that I can recall in history uh, were ever remembered or acknowledged for the things they had. That's right. Mm-hmm. I don't remember nobody. I mean, well, Mansa well, Musa, Mansa Musa, mm-hmm. they they did speak of all of the richest, the richest man ever in the mm-hmm. world, so mm-hmm. on and so forth. Uh, but nobody remembers the car Martin Luther King drove. Right. No. Mm-hmm. Nobody remembers the watch Malcolm X had. Right. Mm-hmm. Nobody remembers, you know, the 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 designer uh, of suits, suits that mm-hmm. Marcus Garvey wore. Right. Like mm-hmm. nobody remember none of that shit. Mm-hmm. People right. remember you for what you invest of yourself to get things done for others. That's right. And that's it. Hey, listen, if y'all don't mind, let's take a break from the conversation expeditiously just to talk about you. Now, for creators like you, it can be hard to find a way to make money off of your craft. Whether you're a singer, writer, or comedian, the system supporting creative people is broken. And COVID-19, man, the crisis just made it a lot more obvious than ever. Luckily, we have Patreon. Patreon offers a better way. Patreon is a membership platform that makes it easy for artists and creators to get paid. They help creators build a sustainable income source while offering a monthly membership to your most passionate fans, and it gives you the creative freedom to do your best work, all right? On Patreon, you can let your fans become active participants in the work they love by offering them a monthly membership. You can give them access on exclusive content, community, and insight on your creative process. And if you're a podcaster, video maker, musician, writer, illustrator, hey, if you're creative, like all of us are in some way, shape, form, or fashion, a person of any kind that had any inkling of creativity in their body, or simply just love a creative person, now's the time to check out Patreon.com. Now's the time to join the millions of fans and creators who are changing the way that art is valued together. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. And well, that's we why we started Michael Jackson for his glove and his jacket and all kinds of and stuff. bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I that's think... why we started educate our men because mm-hmm. we started the the initiative for young men, hip hop sisters and sisters, mm-hmm. and we actually went to start an initiative for young women. But then we had Mike Brown, Ferguson. You had all these young black men being murder and so we immediately like zip okay mm. we're gonna start to pour into black men period mm-hmm. like so you know our sister Tamika Mallory Point she to gonna march now mm-hmm. Tamika that's my that's our sister yeah mm-hmm. Tamika yeah. is a we, that's my we, girl yeah, yeah we, so we she's gonna in. march mm-hmm. you gonna do this and we decided Absolutely. we're gonna take money and literally put them in school mm-hmm. we're gonna put them in school yeah. we're gonna nurture them I remember Devin just graduated uh, Joshua was valedictorian but Devin almost flunked out freshman year. Mm. So he got a call from Lynn Richardson. Mm. <laughs> See, I don't believe in timeout. I believe, how about I take time out to whoop you? 
maybe by the time I got off the phone and he graduated. So it's that kind of hands on. Mm-hmm. They text like, yeah, because it takes yeah. it takes it takes some some like a heightened level of caring to take time out of your day, mm-hmm. which which is filled with many many daunting tasks, yes. and invest that time into yeah. someone mm-hmm. that needs the energy you have on the other end of that phone. Yeah. Like it ain't most people just don't care enough to say anything. He she knew also that he was worth that. He he yeah. he was I mean, a sponge. You know, he was He's a sponge. Like my he was, brother. Yeah, uh, or you know, he he just was in a bad moment, but I tell you what, since then he's graduated. I just spoke to him uh, for Thanksgiving, and he said Amazing. he hosted his family at Amazing. his apartment. He cut the turkey. He, he was he extremely happy. He donates okay. to the organization yep. that put him through school, yep. and he works for the Navy. He's coding for the Navy. That's yeah. fast. So they fly him all over the world. And then John, he called one day, uh, Wednesday before Thanksgiving. He had final exam. He didn't have a computer. So they like, Dr. Lynn, he need a computer. I said, God like, he a <laughs> so we went, got him a computer, shipped it to him, made sure he got it. You know, so that's that's, that's what we that's, did for that's, that. That's very important work. Yeah, and, you for, know, the, for black men. I, I tell believe. you, no, it's very important work for people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not just black men, not just black women, not just black people. Yeah, it's for people. For humanity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's very important work that yeah. you're doing. Mm-hmm. Thank so you. I think it should be uh, acknowledged. And celebrate it. Well, we can always name a scholarship under the name of T.I. <laughs> man, please. Mm-hmm. I mean, man, I, I've i given a lot more money to a lot less worthy things. Mm-hmm. I ain't really tripping off of that. Mm-hmm. I don't even have to have it be my name it after her. Okay. I don't even, you know, I I got a GED. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't go to college. So, you yeah, know. Yeah, you can't tell. You went to a whole you, nother you, type of school. You went to a whole nother level of wisdom. You know, All y'all. A like, lot of people say to for me. real. Yo, you didn't even finish high school. How did you get so smart? How did you learn all these Reading words? Reading is fundamental. And that's the that's the common answer. However, uh-huh. I would moreover to say I have never learned enough from reading in a book to pale in comparison what I've learned in from life. conversation and experience. Absolutely. Like mm-hmm. most of the words I know, I, I, I learn from conversation when somebody says, "Hey, what does that mean?" Mm-hmm. Yep. And and I immediately like, oh, you I'm gonna have use that. empirical knowledge. Mm-hmm. Empirical. Empirical knowledge. knowledge. Based on, concerned with, or verifiable by observation or experience, rather than theory or pure logic. Now, yeah. see, that is the word of the week. So yeah. we have a tradition here at Expeditiously, okay. and the tradition is mm-hmm. the word of the week. And you just provided us with the word of the week. Yeah. Empirical. And so Empirical. the academic education is not an education at all. Mm. It's a farming into I don't know what it is and man it kills the confidence of black people thank you that's it's what not, the school system is set up to it's do it's not right it kills the confidence of black people when uh uh well I read it earlier in the autobiography of Malcolm X but then we just mm-hmm. watched who killed Malcolm X mm-hmm. and uh it it reminded me okay so Malcolm was a smart kid on a road student and he got to a place where they asked every kid uh, like they did you, like they did me, like they did all of us. What do you want to be when you grow up? Mm-hmm. And 
Malcolm thought he would be a great lawyer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the white teacher said, a lawyer, no, that's not a good Negro job. No, nobody's going to hire See. a Negro lawyer. You know what? How about a good carpenter? Mm. Why don't you just build things with your hands? Like, you know, you could be a good carpenter. That's a good job for you. And immediately after that, he went to a life of crime. There you go. So that begs me to ask the question, how can we continue to allow our oppressor to educate mm. our children? You preaching now. Because... No, none of the none of the not education. None of the other I don't want to be racist uh, groups of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, not racist, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh, none of the other group. N- no other group. No other ethnic group mm-hmm. would depend on their oppressor to educate them. The you look at the Jewish community. You can't go into a Jewish community and go into a school where Jewish kids are are, are being educated and find other people. The, no, no, but find no find Hitler being celebrated. Right. You're right. You see You're what I'm saying? Right. However, when we send our children to school, they teach us about General E. Lee or Robert F. Lee, whatever his mm-hmm. name is, mm-hmm. and General Sherman mm-hmm. and, and and Ulysses S. Grant. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and we are the only country that celebrates losers in war. Mm-hmm. Come on now. The Confederate Army lost the damn war. <laughs> if you won, you'd have had it your way. Right. You can't lose and still have it your way. Right. You lost the war. Mm-hmm. Why are we still putting up monuments for losers? Right. Mm-hmm. Why are we still defending? They won't go down. They won't go down without a fight. They're, yeah, we go down, we, we pull them to. down. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, but it ain't even that important. Okay, it's a, it's a structure, it's standing top, whatever, whatever. Right. But if you don't look at it, it has no power. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? Right. Uh, but but my honest, I don't know how far we could progress under we, this same system, the same practice. Like, mm-hmm. why are we still looking to them to educate us? Well, well uh, unfortunately, the things- there's a lot. But I also think there are a lot of people who are taking it into their own hands, and there's a whole lot more homeschooling. That is happening across the nation. That I don't want to do that either. That's See, that's the thing me and my wife go back and forth about. She would like for King to be homeschooled. I definitely would. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could understand why. No. King is a very King is a very social sociable person. Mm-hmm. You know, he has so he has that, that he has part. All the elements that got he, it. You know what I'm saying? He needs as so <clears throat> all he needs is the learning. How old is he? He's fifteen. fifteen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stru- structure and discipline. He need he well he needs discipline and structure. No, but I'm talking about self discipline, not, not not like the discipline that comes from a parent. You know what I mean? I'm talking about I got this paper due and I know it's my responsibility. Mm, to get I it need done. to make sure that this is But you know in homeschool, you know, they have certain things that you have to have done. Yeah. To me homeschool you get what you can pay for. No. Oh, listen, no, listen. no, no, that's no, not true. That's how I feel. No, that's okay. that's not I mean I, I mean I, right. from my experience that's 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 what I have mm. ascertained right no. and, but please correct me if i'm no if I'm i know quite a few uh families out here where their children are homeschooled and it's done on the up and up there's mm. no you know there's no paying for the degree okay now let yeah. me no we're not paying for the degree mm-hmm. but if you need a little more time and it's taking you a little too long and then this homeschool teacher's ready to you know like eventually 
they going to give you enough context clues to where you don't really know the answer, but it led you to the right answer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't really find the answer for yourself right. the same way well, as if you're in a struggling classroom full of 30 kids. Right. And, and you know what? <laughs> what I will say to that is I'm not there. I'm not present. So I don't know, you know, the system. Well, we're of not asking goes. you to defend the concept right. of, of homeschool. Well, I think mm-hmm. the whole system is whack. I know all across the America good teachers are being pushed out and these new people are coming in. That's also true. How can you expect for teachers to perform at the level they're expected to perform at to shape and mold the minds of the future Mm -hmm. and they make less than correction Mm -hmm. officers? There you go. So you're telling me it's more important to pay someone to To watch watch over Mm -hmm. prisoners than it is to pay someone to To keep kids from becoming prisoners. Mm -hmm. Right. That doesn't make a lot of sense yep. to me. And today's schools are uh, far more dangerous than yes. they are with your child being at home getting their learning. Like you, you may send your child to school and they not come back. Mm. Yeah, you can send your child to the movies, to the restaurant. But to your, I mean, to but what I'm saying is, you know, with you, with all these shootings and all the things going on, and you know. King, he has uh, his other problems too. I just feel like he would be, you know, safer. King, this is the thing. More, this is the thing. Um, just better off at homeschool. Okay, mm-hmm. and this is this is what I tell my wife. Uh, you know, I try to share this with her, with um, candor and um, and 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 humility. But I mu- I, I also want to make sure that she knows. King has it within him to overcome every adversity life can place before him. All he needs is for us not to rescue him from the adversity. No, but listen, I, I hear what you're saying, but King also gets, you know, he's he's a very nice, sweet, loving kid, but somehow he can find himself in places in, in predicaments that he do He'll not need to be in and he it's can, not his no, and it's not his fault. Like but I don't I don't feel like All he should be a children. child to be picked on. It's no Listen, it's different though because this is what I'm trying to tell you. you know from from being a from being a man uh, uh, and starting as a young man, I know from 13 to 21, those are years where you're coming into a alpha position. And a lot of you, you're around other guys who are also coming into an alpha position. So there is a a figurative battle or conquest between who is actually, you know, the most alpha of them all. And, of course, it's all ego and it means nothing when you actually graduate and get to the real world. But at that stage in their life, that is an actual it's a it's a rite of passage. Yeah. You can't take that away from him. I, I mean, I don't think it's taking it away from him. He's already been through it. Some of no, it. No, he, he got he to go through it till he go through it. No, he don't. Not he every, all kids, all the rest of our kids didn't really go through See, it. See, that's like what it. I'm saying, because that wasn't their journey. This but was for him. This saying, is man, his journey for him. He's a different, he's a different kind of kid. Like, yeah. he, to me, you know what I'm saying? Can't like, get the most our, rambunctious of all of our children. I understand that. Yeah, um, so mm-hmm. I feel like he is not... 
you know, he can't take all the pressures of, you know, people. That ain't true. That's not true that he can't take the pressure. No, I mean, he can, but he This is what she mean to say. He ain't going to stand for no disrespect. He not going to let nobody say nothing he don't like, do nothing he don't like to him, violate him in any way, and there going to be consequences behind that. Now. I know. I got a daughter like that. But all of that is necessary to establish your place in society as a young black man. All of that stuff is necessary. He really just sharpening his sword for when he get out there into the real world to have to deal with real adversities. These are just tests. Yes. Which he can pass. Yes. He just needs you to not take him out the classroom. Yes. Because, you know, he wasn't prepared for the test. I understand, though. Because as a mother, it's like that right there, I don't think I want them to experience that. It's the physical the, fights that she don't like. Yeah. You know it's like, but it's going to be yeah. something. See, the thing is, for him, he, he got into a, a fight. It went, it's all over the internet. So, you know, whoever he's fighting, he got a lot of play on this, on mm-hmm. this fight. Mm-hmm. So now I feel like, now every day I come around, they call him and King got into it. He about to fight again. This, this, and that. So it's like, mm-hmm. people are like, oh yeah. That's all right. Target King. Yeah, they yeah. want to target. What? That's cool. Man, it's not guess, cool. Now guess what? All of that happens until the moment where something happens to show everybody King ain't the one to target. Mm. So now I happen to to trust in that moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know he got that moment in him. I know him and the resources around him, what we have taught him, what we've instilled in him, what what we've what we've uh, allowed him access to. And 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 the the fabric of of material he was born around, man. That man he I, he insulated whether they whether the people who approaching him know it or not. But if you ain't you know financially stable enough to uproot the lives of you, your mama, your grandmama, your brothers, your sisters, your whole family, I suggest you let that shit alone. Because this shit is a generational curse. Yeah. It would be generational warfare behind that. Mm. Like the Capulets and Montagues. So therefore, (laughs) and see the thing is, Capulets and Montagues were both wealthy. Mm -hmm. So if you have one wealthy family and another that, you know, is still finding their way, it is irresponsible to move forward in haste. And, and, and lack of necessity just out of an ego purpose yeah. just to try and like you said get popular mm-hmm. that is an irresponsible and as young men because most young men their first responsibility is their mother you see mm-hmm. what I'm saying so now you put your mom in a position where you got man come on bro mm-hmm. yeah but you uh, can't most, do that. Most, most young Teenagers ain't really thinking on that level. What you think, like, oh, if I do this, my mom and all this, they don't think like that. I They're did. Thinking irrational. I tell you what, D Nice didn't think it. Uh, remember when D Nice got into that thing with those guys up in the projects over that girl and, uh-huh. and called Scott LaRock, and Scott LaRock came to his rescue and wind up dying uh, because see? of it. Damn. He didn't think anything was going to happen to him like that. Damn. He just was thinking about his safety. Right. Yeah, you know? And Scott LaRock was probably the most certified, the most, you know, thorough yeah. motherfucker that he knew. Yeah. So, you know, we all had that go to person. You know, that motherfucker we going to call when, right. hey man, shit getting thick. You right. just pull up. You know what I mean? 
you know, their son, King. Yeah. And I kind of liken it to my oldest daughter, Sydney, went through a lot of stuff. And I was just like you. It's like I want to pull her back. But the truth is, that thing that's in her got to play out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I finally came to the acceptance that it's probably best for it to play out while she's younger mm. and I'm still somewhat of an influence than to try to protect her from it and then when she's out there for real and I don't have no absolutely it's hard Love but you know very hard. I, I feel like with girls and guys you know at their age it's is just it different because it's is different, it different because you're worrying about okay it is a difference you know what I'm it's saying different. for a guy you worry about them going different? like you killed shot or you know what I'm saying something of that nature Man. versus you know girls he got it in him he, so he, he gonna be fine these girls if too if I could make it now sex it. trafficking I'm That's like what I'm so it's oh, a, my daughter's like in college I'm like are you gonna be walking down the street and just get snatched in a car, like yeah, mm-hmm. so it's crazy. Yeah. It's different things that you have to worry about. It is, man. Now, but look, you don't worry about it. Like you, 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 you trust in God. Would you, you come on saying? now? You That's trust it. in God, you know, and yeah. and I don't believe that God would put. He's never put me in a place that I could not conceivably exit. Wow. Mm -hmm. I've never been, I mean, even when I thought I wasn't safe, Mm. I was safe. I didn't know I was safe. You Mm. couldn't exit jail when you was in there. Eventually the time came. Yeah, but you couldn't do it when you wanted to. But it ain't about when I want to, it's about when it's time to. Yeah, after you served it. That's right. So that's fine because because the sentence could have been a lot longer. Right. So 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 it's about me. But, but, but that's so funny. I remember hearing about you. Okay. Because we had uh, we had a hit song. You know, that's what on. I was about to say. Didn't you guys work together? Yeah. 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 We sure did. And I remember her talking about her guy. Well, actually, I don't know if you were uh. talking to me about him or someone else. It was like, oh yeah, you know, Tiny's boyfriend. You know, he's a rapper. And I was like, oh. oh. <laughs> Talking about me back then, were you? <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, man, listen, I had the very fortunate outcome of being able to manifest my dreams into reality by showing her how much of a hell of a guy she had on her. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. I knew he was Y'all wrapping up. That is hilarious. But listen, guys, I want each of you to tell me, like, what? so what could I do? Like, what am I, what do people think they know about me but not really know, and how could I make myself better in this new, like, wave of existence you know what's so crazy i think you're already doing it yeah. right what you're in the midst of it you're you're showing us who you are you know many times specifically in entertainment with athletes with rappers and this it's this whole mystery they hide that behind exists. The persona. right and you know some of them are hiding on purpose and right. some of them just think that's the game that must be played in order to have people it's lucrative yeah because people want to know more it's so it's always lucrative. this desiring more information or more presence from right. you However, you are making yourself be seen. I thought it was extremely entertaining with you on hip hop 
squares. Man, we worked at Hip Hop Squares, and you were the you were the the, the, the DJ, yeah. the commemorative DJ for the season, <laughs> and we had the best time. Yeah, man. it was a great time, and I I had never seen you like that. Right. So it was it was great to see you in your element and just feeling good and being who you are. Man, likewise. And so mm-hmm. I think, you know, you're on your way to doing what it is that you just said, um, letting people know who you are and your, right. your how, what your character is. But see, that's the thing, though, because most people can't really wrap their minds around all mm-hmm. the many different facets of what makes me who I am. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, she always, you know, says, well, you didn't do that this time. Well, that was different. Right, and she doesn't mm-hmm. ever want to hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, but uh, you know, it, at the beginning of this show, mm-hmm. you know, the 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 tag is. It, it comes from an interview I did at the Breakfast Club. But basically, it, it, it is me kind of articulating the different nuances of me. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I am the founder of trap music. Mm-hmm. I am a former drug dealer. I am an ex-con. I am also a lover of my people. I am also a family man. Mm-hmm. I am also an entrepreneur. I'm also a self-made millionaire. Mm-hmm. I'm also someone who will give you the shirt off my back. I'm mm-hmm. also someone who will shoot you down if you violate my family or the women that mm-hmm. I am sworn to protect. Mm-hmm. I'm also, you know, like it's so many different nuances mm-hmm. of me mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That people are like, well, we don't know which one of them real. All of them are real. All of them are real. Mm-hmm. Them are real. It's mm-hmm. called diversity. I don't have to mm-hmm. only be one thing all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think societies. Mm. I was just thinking. I think societies, their expectation for one to be one thing, thing. and one yeah. thing right. only. Yeah. It's kind of like, shut up and dribble. LeBron. Right. No, like, shoot. Nah, yeah, bro. Right. Like, come on, man. You can't just tell me just because this is what you know me for, that this is all That's that I, I exist do. for. Yeah. You can't do that. Well, and mm-hmm. the thing is, too, is many men get trapped into believing they can only be mm-hmm. one thing. Mm-hmm. So the only time they really get to express themselves, if even that is in a one-on-one relationship with their wives or right. their girlfriends or, or or maybe with their the guys that they hang out with, but a lot of them um, only let one dimension of themselves show. Mm-hmm. So I commend you for, you know, coming to the table, every table that you sit at, and you bring all of who you are, and those are the moments that involve you being vulnerable to not knowing something. Mm. Most people want to believe that they know it all. I'm a problem solver. Yeah, I want to know it all. I want to know it all. I think no, I think life is a constant versus thinking you know it all. No, I don't believe I know it all. No, the, the, listen, the greatest thing anyone can ever know is that they know they nothing, nothing at all. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because if you think you know it all, you can't find the solution to it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I don't know it all. Now I always say, listen, I'm not sure about this. You don't always say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, man, so we're going to take a pause in the conversation expeditiously so we can discuss this. Uh, bet online, all right? I know what you're thinking. We're currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB. You probably figure there's nothing to bet on. Eh. 
Wrong. Our exclusive partner, Bet Online, still has hundreds of events, games, and props to rage on, all right? From their online casino to poker and blackjack as they're bringing Vegas to you now. You dig what I'm saying? If you're in the entertainment betting, you can still bet on survival, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices. Bet online, you understand? All open 24 hours a day and all online, you understand me? Visit the website to use your mobile device and join the day to receive your new welcome bonus. Bet online, your online wagering solution. Visit our good friends and exclusive partner at Podcast One. Bet online to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account. Make sure that you use that promo code Podcast One for your sign up bonus all right visit betonline.ag and don't forget the promo code podcast one p-o-d-c-a-s-t-o-n-e you that for your sign up bonus bet online your online sports book expert i can say you spark dialogue in my home because i have three daughters they uh hymen gate yeah oh my god and youngest one she she came home I, said, I love the energy that it created, though. Right. Oh, at, let me tell you. I love you. the energy. A lot of young women found their voices and say, oh, I'm speaking out against this. I didn't know what I was meant to speak out against yeah. before, but, but now, now I know. This is the moment. I'm speaking out against this. But now, once I broke well, it down and I told my daughters, I said, listen, first of all, one of the worst things a young lady can do is get into a sexual relationship with a little boy. Mm-hmm. It usually ruins their lives. That's their real. Their whole lives. That's real. And I started going down the list of my mother and his, mm. and my, like all of these women. I said, it started because they chose to have sex with the wrong person at the age of 14, 15, 16. When emotionally, so we, it You're ended incapable, up being. And so is he. It, there you go. There you go. My grandmother raised me because my father was beating my mother. Oh. He was beating her like an animal in the street. Damn. Like an animal in the street. And I saw that. And it took me becoming an adult to realize, you know, first I go through this whole life like nobody's going to fight me. Like I'm, I, the switch will flip and it's like, okay, that's not the same Lynn Richardson. But it took me all of my adult life to understand that he, did the best that he could with what he had. That's all he knew how to do. Mm. And that's all my mother knew how to do was take it. Mm. And I forgive them both. Mm-hmm. Like, Damn. he was 18, she was 19. What else do 18 and 19 year olds, they're really not smart people. So, <laughs> think about it. 18 and 19 year old people. Yeah. So imagine 15, like 16, yeah. you don't really know you anything. Have no idea. So it was me, it was the, you having that. The juxtaposition of them not knowing anything is at the present moment where we recognize they know nothing. At that moment for them in their life, smartest they've ever they been. Right. <laughs> right. They can't even fathom. Right. I don't know. You right. mean right? You should have seen me yesterday. Yeah. Right. So you know, years later, with I was throwing a birthday party for my father, and he basically kind of didn't want me to throw a party for him because he didn't feel worthy. And I'm just like, Dad, you you gave me life. Like mm-hmm. everything about me comes from my father, my mm-hmm. entrepreneurialism, my mathematical mind. Mm-hmm. So I can't be mad at him because of who he was at the age of eighteen. Because of whatever he saw. He saw his father beat his... So I can't be mad at that. But my point with my daughters was, we're trying to protect you from being in something that could 
harm you for the rest of your life. Catastrophically. And, and even, Catastrophically. And even more, even more importantly, it's not our job to appease you right now in Ooh, this moment. That's the mm. truth. It's our job to look forward five steps, five yep. months, five years ahead into yep. the future and protect you then. There you go. From yourself today. Would you? Mm. Come on. Mm-hmm. You know what that's I'm it. That's what, that's what the that's, conversation That's was. what a parent does. Right. Yeah. You don't know. You don't. You too stupid to know. So it's fine. It's fine. Right. Not stupid. You too ignorant. You too ignorant right. to know. You just don't you know. Just Stu- don't know. Stupid is knowing you don't know and not looking for the answers. Ignorant is just the you, act of not knowing. Not knowing. Yeah. Right. Void of the information. Void of yeah. the information. So my. So. So. Understanding that you're void of the information, what I what we have a task to do is bypass your understanding, implement <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> protocol, procedures, and structure that will guide you into the place where you now have your prison understanding. Yeah. Mm. Okay, but before you get to your prison understanding, you can't expect to be, you know, gallivanting around the world just calling shots for yourself. Because, that, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's right. catastrophic. And sh- so, like, life doesn't understand because my kids will still ask me, Mommy, I want to get a tattoo. And I'm like, She's like, I can't, why she can't get Why they can't me. get a tattoo? They get them. They just ask me first. But I'm saying what, they're off in school. They're, they're like in oh. how, her two youngest at Howard like University. But, look, but if, she, but if they were 15, 16, why they couldn't get a tattoo without you? First of all, my husband's whole body is tattooed. So uh, oh, these are her kids. Oh, <laughs> these are her kids. His whole body is tattooed. Got a roughneck, yeah, huh? Yeah, for sure. For sure. A reformed roughneck. So he got... Our names, all this stuff. So it's like, and I'm just like, you getting a tattoo, it hurt. You know, I'm just all squeamish. And then one day I lied to everybody and told them I was going with them to get tattoos. And everybody got she up. She didn't show up. I didn't up. show up. <laughs> and everybody wow. else got one. But, but guess but what, I, though? It was just a, she and I are the exact opposite. She uh-huh. has a body full of tattoos. Uh-huh. I have not a one. I don't have not one. I ain't That's got like mm-hmm. So got the reason why they ask, it's just respect. Yeah. You know, it's just respect. It's just, well, this is my respect. question, right? Mm-hmm. Because uh, in, during the time of Hymen Gate, uh, oh, there was so much. Was like Watergate, there was so much conversation <laughs> and discussion over, like, what was acceptable for a parent to do to kind of guide or direct a child and what was going overboard and being considered controlling mm-hmm. now first point I'm ever going to make in, in regards to this discussion you cannot guide direct or instruct anything without a certain level of control mm-hmm. period you have to have it's only considered in my opinion it's only considered controlling mm-hmm. if you are operating within your authority with motives and intentions to control just for the sake of control. Well, if that's the, manipulation. Absolutely. Right? Okay. If the things you're doing, if the things that you're doing are from a place of concern mm. and caring, I don't think that's control. That's parenting at that point. And so... I'm not in opposition of that. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Now, <laughs> but, but but the thing is, right, I think it's just because it was a father saying it. 
I agree. And a black father I at agree. that. I agree. I agree 100%. I think it was just because of, I'm a black father and guy, I said I agree. Well, I think... The actor, the, what? the old guy that was talking Who? about his daughter... Who? That that went away in a moment's time. Alec Baldwin. Ah, uh, what did he say about his daughter? I didn't even know about this. Let's let's sh- let's share. Let's well, share. He called her a bitch. Oh well, nah. See, that's he called, that's, like he went that, off. That apple, but I'm saying this got more attention. That's apples and than coconuts, that. right? Yeah, there. that's ridiculous. Right, yeah, I like, mean that's that, that's not that's degrading. I mean, it's, it's just yeah, a that's whole a, I never called my daughter. I didn't. I never even consider. You know, you were on the front line for that. Yeah. For a much longer time than he even had to deal with. But I, I, I feel, I feel fine in the fire. I don't, I don't mind well, being in the well, fire. What about your, little, your points to you know how a, a mother is able to yes. tell their daughter that was you thank can't you. Touch your head. Okay, go ahead. Thank you so yeah. very much. Yeah. So, um, a fourteen-year-old child should be. Able Mm-mm. to, I could tell you right now. <laughs> the answer is no. This is what I told. Okay, I don't wait care what a you minute. want to call it. I'm gonna call it control. We got, hey, it's listen, a dictatorship. We got a black mama in the house tonight. You dig what I'm saying? She said black mama. We got black mama in the house. Dictatorship. Hey, check this out. And now. I told my children, listen. When you you can make your own decisions. When you can uh, take care of yourself and me. Mm. <laughs> Not just you. Not just easy. you. That's easy. Like I'm doing for you. Damn. When you can take care of you and me, the then I won't question. Have just risen. I won't question nothing you saying. But until you can do that, I am in charge. It's a dictatorship. Well, mom, it's my head. No, that's my head. <laughs> <laughs> that's my head. Then my feet. Uh, that's why you gotta ask me if you can put a tattoo on my leg, my feet, until you. <laughs> hey, listen, so that's man. just how I look at it. But I, I, I mean, I, I don't necessarily. <laughs> I don't have. I don't think the authorization. Or, or the luxury of agreeing to the point that you agree to. <laughs> yeah, I'm a mama. But, but Some stuff ain't it. fair. See, and that's the thing. Some stuff ain't fair. See, if I was a mama and I said what I said, nobody yeah. would say nothing. Some stuff is not fair. And I tell people, everybody want to make everything so equal, so this, so that. No, some stuff is not equal. Some things need to be what they are. The chivalry is not dead. Men do yeah. need to open doors for women. Like, Absolutely. It's some stuff. And, and women, we are supposed to submit to you, our husbands. Oh, if they submit that, to Christ. If they submit to Christ. Now, wait they, a minute. Yeah, wait yeah. a minute. Wait a minute. That's what I say. Listen. To the Bible. Follow I, God. Jesus Christ is the greatest human being ever walked the earth, yeah. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Now, with that being said. He 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 preaches from truths of the Bible. Yeah. Okay. Um, the Bible said God is a a jealous God, right? Bible got a lot of comments. Ah, wait a minute. <laughs> got a lot of comments. Bible say God is just God. Also says do not pray to false idols. Does it not? That's right. Okay. So if God, if we have no photograph. We'll have no kind of identification. We have no way of describing him. So anything we could put a photograph to and we kind of associate it with God, that's a false idol. Okay. Even if this Bible says that this is God's son. God didn't say no false idols except for my son. Mm-hmm. God did not say uh, uh, 
I'm a jealous God unless you're dealing with my son. Mm-hmm. So if we're going by the Bible. Which also says that in the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word was with God and Jesus is the word. Whoa, 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 whoa. I heard everything but the last part. Uh And Jesus is the word. What is that part? Where is that? It's in Is that in scripture? Oh, absolutely. And Jesus is the word. Now, is that one of those things that they just implemented in there (laughs) after (laughs) the fact? Because I asked every minister this Uh and they, 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 they scratched their heads at Temple Temple. Hey, man, it's spring. Sun is out. Temperature is perfect. The breeze is blowing. Flowers are blooming. The grass is growing. And it's time to mow your lawn. Thanks to our sponsor, Manscaped. You can trim the hedges below the belt safely and efficiently. Now, uh, those of you who did not know, I'm talking about your balls. Yes. Manscaped is the only men's brand dedicated to below-the-waist grooming, okay? They have forever changed the grooming game with their Perfect Package 3.0. Precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. You dig what I'm saying? The Perfect Package 3.0 kit come with the Essential Lawnmower. 3.0 3.0 waterproof cordless body trim and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your manscaping routine. Hey, listen, man. Anybody interested in trimming the hairs on your balls, man? You want to do it in style. You looking for a new grooming device for yourself. Holla at manscaped.com. You understand what I'm saying? And when you do that, you can get yourself 20% off plus free shipping with the code TIP at manscaped.com, man. You understand that? Do yourself a favor. Always use the right tool for the job that one wasn't bad either this is the perfect package for the perfect package go to manscaped.com right now man order yourself the manscaped uh 3.0 kit you dig what i'm saying get 20 percent off and free shipping when you use the code tip at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off with free shipping at manscaped.com all right don't forget to use the code bro tip all right, it's spring cleaning, partner. Manscaped.com, man, you know what I mean? If you're looking to trim your ball hair, you may as well do it in style. Uh, first question. Temple is, is God's word not everlasting? His word is everlasting. His word is everlasting. Uh-huh. The everlasting word of God. But let me ask this. I'm, no, 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 wait. No, no, I'm not. But no, 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 when should a man have dominion over his wife if it's not I am not I ain't touching that one I'm talking about alright but that's how we got here but no what I'm saying is because you said a woman should submit to her husband if he has submitted to Jesus Mm -hmm. however what if he submitted to God well come on and bypass Jesus that's Jesus, Submit what's going on? I'm going to slap your hands on the way to the office to see, see the big man. Th- th- come you, on you now. You dig what I'm saying? Like, that's, I'll I, go I don't, you on that. I mean, well, I, there are many people of many different religions that don't see Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, but yet they submit to, to their God. I submit to the miraculous God. actions yeah. and duties and deeds of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. I know what he represented mm-hmm. to the time. Yeah. He represented change. Yeah. When there was a a a holistic view of what religion and lifestyle mm-hmm. and society should be, God came in. Oh, excuse me. Jesus came you in. Was right, but go ahead. Well, God came in and implemented Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh to 
reconstruct the narrative and because it was hypocritical to yes, be honest with absolutely. you. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? You want to stone these people for That's their right. sins yeah. and have everybody forget mm-hmm. about yours. Would you come on with it? And that to You're me still doing that today. Absolutely. So I think I believe in that part of what he yeah. represented, representing the fact of I can be the 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 voice that represents the truth spoken to power. Yeah. No matter how powerful the 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 magnitudes may be, I am, you know, strong enough, confident enough, aware enough, present enough yeah. within my existence to exude the strength necessary to get us to the next phase in life. I think, you know, I think Malcolm X was there. I think Martin Luther King was yeah. there. I think Nelson Mandela was there. I think I think it's a lot of people that Tupac, I think Tupac was there. Yeah. It's a lot of people throughout history that was like that's their purpose. Yeah. I think that's my purpose. I, I think agree. I am here to I don't know whether I don't know if I haven't touched on it yet. You know what I mean? But you I think what? I'm here I'm to just, I'm I have to say this. You have such a purpose. Yeah, you do. That is the only reason you are still walking this earth. That's the truth for a thousand. Yeah. Because <laughs> think about what it, what would Tupac be now Ooh. at this age had he moved through the ranks, gotten over the hurdles and valleys and all of mm. the opposition that was against him. And you have gotten over and through all of that. And here you stand and you're living in your purpose right now. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, thank you. Thank you so much. But the question was, is God's word not everlasting? <laughs> His word is everlasting. His word is everlasting. Oh. God's everlasting word. That's what mm-hmm. Christians, they base their foundational beliefs and their belief structure on this. God's word being everlasting. Now. Just don't call me a Christian if you compare me to other Christians. No, no. Well, well, wait a minute. Now. Wait a, like a damn Christian. minute now. Yeah, I don't want to be. Don't call me a Christian if I'm being compared to other Christians. Christians. Yeah, because I'm not that. Yeah, see, but look, though, that yeah. mean, like, you know, black people hate everything about slavery except Christianity. Well, it depends on what you think Christianity is. So for me, Christianity isn't what Christians have made it to be. I'm talking about it's the not. Western belief of okay. Christianity. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like, because that, that's our society's structure that's our that's our fundamentals well just because slave masters use christianity Absolutely. doesn't mean they that's what i that's the point yeah. if yeah. god word is everlasting how can you change the word of god that's everlasting yeah. to suit your personal there you go. benefit yeah they weren't how can you do that well, the, and the expect me to that. take this shit seriously yeah the devil does that the devil uses the word Oh, the enemy uses the word. I tell now, people all the time, just because you quoting the scripture don't mean anything. The enemy uses the word all day long. Absolutely. However, what I'm trying to say is, ain't God people pulled to stand up and defend the word of God against the devil's use of the word? I think so. Okay. So, let me just say, uh, the first time this was brought to my attention was when we got married and I was expecting you know I was like you know going through the vows and whatever and you know to have whole for better or for worse sentence in hell to honor and obey and they said whoa we don't say obey no more what do you mean you don't say obey no more and I wasn't tripping off I want her to obey me because how I saw it was if I if she gotta obey me I gotta obey her so I didn't see it as any kind of way 
that would, you know, put me in a more authoritative position than it would her. But the fact that it was read from a Bible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was being told that out of this Bible, these words had changed. The everlasting word of God never changes. No, it doesn't. So, therefore, how can I take this shit seriously? Well, a lot of the words are changing. Well, mm. they've got so many different yeah. versions. It's well, like... I know for, because I had to, it, you know, I had a, to preach a sermon. And when I read the Bible 10, 11 years ago, the words that were there are no longer there today. I am literally talking about the exact same version. Because it was certain scriptures that I you know, had an affinity for, and they don't say the same thing. So things where there were he and she, it says person. Uh, you can't do that. See, you cannot you change do. the word of God. Which version is that? It's in the, it's King all James? over the new international version mm. that where, where it was he and she, it is person. You can't do that. It is, and mm. I'm, I'm like, you are contradicting yeah. the concept of yeah. the everlasting Maybe word it's of the God. Mandela effect. No. Nope. <laughs> yeah. It most certainly is not. I'm just it's, saying. All I'm saying is, I can't really wrap my mind around it because, mm -hmm. like, it's kind of like if you if if you challenge this, you got to challenge everything else. Absolutely. Did Moses really like split the Red Sea? You know what I mean? Did Noah really build an ark and sail in a flood? Did any of this shit that we say happen? Is all of it just philosophical interpretations of the times of then and now? Because there's a lot of things like I, I will admit, even with all of my. How can I say? All of my questions concerns and critiques of the Bible and Christianity's use of the Bible. One thing about me that I cannot, I can't lie to myself. Mm -hmm. And I know that God is real. Yes. Mm -hmm. Now that right God there is real. Is Religion everything. is bullshit. Absolutely. God is real. Religion yeah. is here to control people. Absolutely. Religion is here to control the thoughts, intentions, minds. Of and, the masses. Mm -hmm. uh, exactly. I, I agree that and keep Jesus them did under not the thumb to create Christianity. Right. And that's why I said, remember we had this conversation? And I think Jesus could have just been a hell of a nigga on his own. And then he was <laughs> he just such a hell of a nigga of his time. They was like, you know what? We gonna goddamn. We gonna put some. We gonna put some thought into this nigga. We, we had gonna, a conversation early example. on when we yeah, started working no. together, mm -hmm. and it was about Christianity and your thoughts about it. And I said, well, if Christianity is what people do, then I'm not one either. What? Let's come up with a new name. Mm -hmm. See the thing but, is, but I, you know, I, I do believe in Jesus Christ, and He is the head of my life. So as it relates to that, but in terms of people and the rules and I don't the think this none of that matters. I don't think none of that matters. I don't think none of that matters. I can't. It's none of it matters. None of it matters. None of it matters. I agree. If you believe in Buddha rather than Jesus, rather than Allah, rather than Jehovah, I don't think nobody's keeping score. Like, and that's another lie that Christianity, if you don't accept the blood of Jesus and rose on the third day, come on, bro. That's too many details. Too many details. Do you believe in Jesus Christ, yes or no? Yes. I think that's it. You know what I mean? That's it. Yes, I believe in Jesus Christ. Yes, I believe he sacrificed for my benefit. And that's it. Same thing as Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, right. anybody I mean, else. 
Well, well, this is how I I live my life. First of all, I don't have a heaven or hell to put nobody in. Okay, now it's like I don't have the capacity or the desire to argue about it. <laughs> I choose to believe that um, certain things about marriage or life or whatever, and uh-huh. it's what I believe, and that's it. For that's me. right. That's and right. And what you do for you, who you believe, who you sleep with, Man, how you, you do know it, what? like. I still love you. We have become so accustomed to judging and beating people down that if somebody like me then has a, that's an okay thing to say. Mm-hmm. You should know the gender of the person you're going to sleep with. You should know the original gender, but that's okay. Right. You should That shouldn't be taboo to say. Now, you know what? There's a, no, it shouldn't be. There's actually a TED talk that I saw mm. of, a, of a man who is now a woman mm-hmm. who's also a scientist ah. who broke down that there are at two different times where the sex of a baby and the brain of a baby are developed mm-hmm. and the if the chromosome chain the DNA gets mm-hmm. twisted somehow mm. you will have an uh, extraordinary situation happen exceptions are made for exceptional circumstances nonetheless but it shouldn't be the systematic standard agree you see what i'm saying support for expeditiously comes from my friends at rocket mortgage by quicken loans home today is so much more than it was yesterday but at rocket mortgage home is still all about you if you need mortgage assistance their team is available 24 7 to answer questions and offer solutions from their home to yours the team at rocket mortgage is with you visit rocketmortgage.com slash tip to learn more call for cost information and conditions equal housing lender license in all 50 states and mls consumer access.org number 3030 if you have an exceptional child, just like if you if you have an autistic child, mm-hmm. right? You treat him different once you recognize that they're autistic. However, you do not just treat every child as though they have autism. There you go. Like just, but I, 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 because oh, yeah. there needs to be doesn't... time to develop. You know, when when I think about when people put themselves in these boxes with these names and these labels mm. at 13, 14, 15, you don't even, you don't know, even know who you are. Can you like, yeah. like, like, okay. So we were speaking about this earlier. I didn't get a chance to make my full point. So they, they were saying that, you know, I was wrong for questioning or, or uh, asking about the tact. Um, that is, that is what I was pointed out to be wrong for. So I, how I saw that was, you're telling me my daughter has to check in with her mom to change her hair color, to cut her hair, to get a weave, to get a certain kind of nail, mm-hmm. to, you know, get tattoos. Mm-hmm. Okay, so those decisions she cannot make for herself. That's right. But whether or not to give her body to a man who could be completely undeserved. Who could be a fool. <laughs> and probably is a fool. But that's what I'm trying to say. So, so you telling me. I'm supposed to let her make that decision yeah. on her no. own, Mm-mm. but she's supposed to come and ask for permission to make these other decisions. Yeah. That to me seems the only thing that's different is because historically the young, the daughter would go to the black mother for those kinds of 
uh, uh, authorizations. Mm -hmm. And whereas as a black father, I just don't think that society has deemed our positions valuable enough to have these kinds of discussions, no matter how much input, effort, energy, mm. time, attention we put into being a father. They just feel like, man, nah, you you a nigga and you had a baby. You ain't mm -mm. you ain't I, fit to leave. A black I think man that you, I is think a protector and a provider and whether he's working or not, mm -hmm. he's a protector, he's a provider mm -hmm. and uh, <laughs> I, think, I think I think so, you, you know, made your a uh, good and, point and, and women at are too, the red table talk. We like to the me, lioness. You smashed it. Well, I mean, you know, in, it's not in the terms of just the club, just the, the, the information the female that you, goes out and kill everybody, right? You dig what I'm saying? <laughs> Don't kill some. <laughs> We, Why are we talk about killing? Kill I'm, so yeah. I'm hungry. The this has been great. Out. Yeah. This has been this absolutely been. Thank awesome. Thank you guys so much. Hey, listen, we how about this, back. right? Yes. Uh, your Hip Hop Sisters Foundation website info. Please tell everybody how they can get in touch with you. Absolutely. HipHopSisters.org. Or educateourmen.org. Now, the .org lets you know that shit is official yeah, as a real. referee it's with a whistle. Real. You know it's what I'm saying? Hey. Now, like, do you yes. still do music? You know what? I have a whole album that I did with Warren Campbell. Dope. I got some songs with Kane, with, Ra with Raheem Devine. But Ooh. I don't know when we're putting it out. I'm just moving how I feel. You know what? That's how I do my music. Yeah. That's how I do my music. Yeah. We yes. got 400 songs just sitting <laughs> yeah. up. Um, we got an MC Light app. I we mean, put it on there for the fans. You know what I'm saying? The, for the I got fans. some dope shit, too. Mm -hmm. that I, I enjoy right. when people, when I play it for people mm -hmm. and they listen to it and say, hey, where can I get it? You can't. You can't. And I see <laughs> people trying to Shazam it at parties. <laughs> They, they try to say, it, it right. ain't on there, bro. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. I enjoy that. It's mm -hmm. exclusivity, scarcity. Mm. Scarcity. Mm -hmm. um, we need a few of them 400 songs, though. Man, I'm going to give to you. <laughs> she could put them out tomorrow if she wanted to. If she wanted to put them out, she could put them out tomorrow. Okay. Uh, any female rappers that you like right now? Oh, man. Tierra Whack. She dope. Yeah. She dope as hell. She's dope. She I dope love as running hell. into her on Instagram and she just wilding out. I like Lady London. Mm, don't know her. I'm, I, I'm, it's, it's Google. You know, I come it's from Google. Right, absolutely. You know? but I come from the school where if you can, if you got flow right. and you saying something, right. it's just like, yeah. What about but, Rhapsody? Yeah. I love, love Rhapsody. Yeah, I love Rhapsody. Rhapsody. Yeah. That's North yeah. Carolina coming through. It's a lot of them out there. May Day out of Detroit. Okay. You know, I like to Cash Doll. I like Cash Doll Dope. Yeah, I like and Tokyo going, Jets too. I have, Tokyo Jets. Yeah. yeah, that's your people. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Tokyo Jets. She, um, she, she's, she's she reminds me of you. Ah. With the flow, you know? It's like Man. you talking that smack at the same time, but you got that flow. <laughs> And that accent, like y'all make words sound way cooler than they are. Uh, right? well, Tokyo has <laughs> from Duval. She's from Jacksonville. You ain't got okay. That accent no more. Nah, I had to I had to straighten you myself really? up. What? I know how to talk I know how to get like that if I need to. No. Alright. Wait, cool. wait. Just you wait think later that on. I'ma show you, it to you. I'ma show no? it to you. I'ma show it to he you. He said he's gonna show it to <laughs> you. If you go back to his first album, no, like she, you know, versus the album, last album, yeah. his voice is totally different. See, mm. what she's talking about here, for one, she's talking about, you know, 
One day in LA, I met the mall and the barefoot was well built bras. And that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, see, look, see. She's <laughs> like, she want that. She want that. But see, yeah. the thing is, as you learn and you grow and you yeah. evolve, you yeah. understand that this is a, a broken mm-hmm. English that we speak. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, this yeah. is not the appropriate way to articulate your thoughts into words and speak in correct English where you can right. be, you know, accepted and respected mm-hmm. by people who happen to be the decision makers right. in society. Yeah. Right. So I you know what I mean, I, I, I maintain the authority option or ability to do both. Well, and, well and because you get into a space where you now can be understood, mm. you're able to be accepted by the masses, right on. which gives you more territory. You just expand your territory. And then you can always go underground and do the whoop de woo woo. Yeah, you, know? you dig what I'm saying? You underground. Say, that would be that uh, underground. UGK ain't never lose theirs. They sound the same. Yeah, yeah, but man. a lot of I mean, I mean we all know UGK. We all had but different they journeys. Ain't hit the we pinnacle. all had different journeys. Everybody in life had different journeys. And mm-hmm. UGK they 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 lived throughout their journey mm-hmm. so that 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 I could you know, pick up where they left off mm. and carry minds even further. Yeah. You know, just you as just whatever you like. Just as MC Light. See, UGK yeah, would have never made that song. Stuff. You know what I mean? I had to. Yeah. I liked it better. Look at the life I was living then versus the life I was living at the time when you you know, with the, the dialect that you're speaking of. Mm-hmm. But I'm I just don't want you to get it confused because people <laughs> people That's love right. the accent that yes. we have. So mm-hmm. you know, yes. about that. I can't hide it. But at the same time, I don't have to, I don't have to, I don't have to pull it on so thick intentionally. And a lot of time, because you know what? When I saw New York motherfuckers was trying to sound like Southern motherfuckers (laughs) in order to get their record on the radio at a certain time. That's when I knew. You know what? This shit might be a little, you know, dated. No, but it ain't no dated. It's natural. It's good. It's It's natural. natural. Look, It's, it's. it's, it's you. I love yeah. and respect my wife, but if I can close out the interview, I have two more questions. The rappers that you like today, mm-hmm. what advice would you give them? Not even just female rappers. Right. The ones that I like. The multitudes I'm mm-hmm. talking about because, you know what I'm saying, like it's a, mm-hmm. a saturation of the market like no other in this mm-hmm. thing of ours. So how could we advise people? I to get say, the fuck out the way. Well, mm-hmm. I, I would just say <laughs> you, you're talking about you're talking you about no because you know what? Uh, there's many things that come to mind. First, I'm thinking about you said the rappers that I like. Is there something I would like to share with them? Okay. I would say always to find your multiple streams of income. Mm. That that would be uh, you know just an inkling of what I can leave because I know that we're wrapping up. No, the no, other take thing, your time. no, take your time. no, but the other thing. <laughs> The other thing you said was just it's oversaturated. Yeah. I would say know your part. Mm-hmm. Like just because you want to be on the mic doesn't mean that you should be. Mm. And you should really find something that works for you That's and stop real. forcing something into place that really ain't, you know, you're trying to fit a square into a round hole. That's real. So find whatever it is that really works for you and get out of the way and make room for the people that really that really mm. are gifted. <laughs> this this is not something you get better at. Right. 
So what do you think about the Cardi B's and the Meg the Stallions? Because I heard you name a lot of rappers that I don't know. Well, the, and the thing oh, is, shit. Right? God the damn. thing is, I can say, I mean, that would be typical for me to say, you know, Nikki, She's talking about the people Cardi, who don't get I'm mentioned I'm saying they don't often. get the shine. I, I enjoy them. I listen to them. I You know, I I think they all got their own this is little what we distinct. Have. We, have, we have a, uh, a surface mm-hmm. versus beneath the surface mm-hmm. discussion back and forth all the time as it pertains to, you know, art, entertainment, mm-hmm. movies, television shows. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and, and she has a a very distinct perspective mm-hmm. that comes from the culture. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Her favorite TV show is Martin. Mm-hmm. Still? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Martin. Right. God damn you. it. Mm-hmm. That's her favorite. I mean, mine, I would probably say... Friends. Uh, not, my, not necessarily Shine my favorite. Oh, Kirby Enthusiasm. I do like Kirby Enthusiasm would be one. Uh-huh. Kirby Enthusiasm would be one. Uh-huh. I mean, like, look, Friends and Seinfeld, because I know all too much what it's like to grow up like me. Mm-hmm. I already yeah. know what that is. Right. So you want to see something else, another yeah. world. Another but I world. do recognize the fact that living single opened the door for Friends to even be mm-hmm. what it was. So mm-hmm. I, I also recognize that. Okay. Uh, Did I answer that question? No, because I want to be clear. You very yeah. I have respect for multiple all streams of female incomes. MCs. No, I'm talking about in terms Why not of the, the ones cards to Meg Stallion. Yeah, yeah, I, I like all of them, but they always get the shine. So I'm trying uh, to just give some notoriety to the ones. But that it's you still good to Why hear it from. That they get the shine. Yeah, and Moo Moo Fresh. It's still mean? good to hear it from. Why do you think they get the voice. shine versus the ones? That oh, because they got paying. record labels paying yeah, money for them to travel them. around the globe. But there's still value the in MC like How they saying, got to the record deals? I love Cardi B. Yes. Every, every case value, is different. There's still value. Uh, I, I'm, I'm in 100% agreement. There's mm-hmm. still value in MC Light saying, yeah, I, I love Cardi B and, and Remy. And mm-hmm. like to say that. Yeah, like, Remy. You yeah. are a legend. So mm-hmm. to, you know, when you hear things like. Somebody like a Quincy Jones who'll yeah. say something to a younger artist mm-hmm. that is out there. That's a reinforcement. And I think it's absolutely important to I think, that. you know, what I think of is when I'm asked that question, I, I'm, I'm going to say five. Right. I'm going to say five names. Who Top am five. I, Top five. Who yeah. am I going to use that space for? Mm-hmm. There are. I love them. No doubt. They know it. I, you know, it's. It, I've always shown support mm-hmm. for all of you them. Know. And you're not on trial here. You no. can't make people feel I, like that. We you just you be like that. No, that wasn't even y'all. Here. That wasn't even y'all. That was her. Okay. Because she was but, making but it. But my thing is, you you know it, they know it, but the mm-hmm. public doesn't know it. So this I is going to go out. So the all world light has been respectful like to MCs everybody all the time. I gave a little shine to the... She sings drip drip all the time. That's what it is. But yes, you know, I have respect for them all because I'm going to tell you, it's still very much a man's world. Mm. And for any female, any woman to step up and say that they want to attack this mic, they got to be on top of their game in one way or the other. You understand? Yes. Thank you guys, Dr. Lynn. MC Light, if there's anything besides... No, we just love you and thank you so much for this invitation. Thank you. This was awesome. And this has been... Oh, one more time. The word of the week was... Empirical. Empirical. Mm. Empirical. Okay. That's now, having gone through it. Now, the last thing you got to do is use it in a sentence. The, the knowledge and 
education that you have acquired has been empirical. You see what I'm saying? Now you can go use it at your at your at your school or your or your workplace. Yeah. Stand around a water cooler. You can pretend like you've known it all your life. Give right. an MC light or me, no credit, or Dr. Lynn. And and, 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 and that's what we do here at Expeditiously. That's what we do. Thank, Thank you, you Toyon. Thank, Thank you all. Thank this you, has been Expeditiously. <laughs> hey, listen, man. I got some exciting news. My show Expeditiously will now be available on Spotify, and it's free. If you already listen to music on Spotify, now you can listen to the podcast in the same place. Thanks for listening to Expeditiously with me, T.I.P. Don't forget to subscribe to Apple Podcasts and Podcast One and rate and review, please. Expeditiously is produced, engineered, and edited by K.C. Morris. 